2024 is here, which means new year, new you. No matter what your resolution may be, make sure you look good while doing it with our brand new line of second wind hats, hoodies, t-shirts, and more over at Shark Robot. Want to lose that belly fat? Wear your fully ramblematic hoodie and laugh at an industry that never learns anything. Tee hee hee. Oh, my sides. Planning to eat healthier? Cook up a meal fit for Dabarella Yeatster and an entire D&D group with your adventure is nigh jumper. Want to read more books? Go to the theater in your backdrop t-shirt. Movies. They're just like books, but better. Want your voice to sound more like Frost's? Well, that's probably not gonna happen, but look over there. It's a cold take hat. Head over to sharkrobot.com slash second dash wind or click on the link in the description to check out all the new merch today. Act fast because some of it is only available for a limited time, just like our fragile lives floating on a rock in a void of nothingness. How peaceful. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Second Winds Firelink Podcast. This is episode number four for Wednesday, January 3rd, 2024. My name is Marty Saliva. I'm joined by my co-host Casey Wosu and Nick Calandra, and of course, our producer Eric on the Wheels of Steel. Welcome, everyone. It's 2024. We did it. I think that's the first time I said it out loud. That might be the first time I said 2024 out loud. Huh, we live entirely too much on the internet, if that's if that's the truth. <laughs> I've typed it a lot. I've typed it a ton. Uh, welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for our inaugural uh, Firelink of the Year. We have a wonderful show for you today. Uh, we're going to be going over uh, Second Wind's plans for 2024. Stuff you can expect uh, short-term. Stuff that you can expect probably this week and next week. Stuff that you can expect a little long-term. Uh, and sort of our big our big goals for the year. And then, of course, as you see for our main topic, just a big beefy preview of games we're excited for in 2024. Because everyone thought 2023, that's it. It peaked. Those were all the games. Not true. They kept making them. They kept making them. I thought it was like the end of the trilogy. But then it turned out Palpatine was back and there's just more games. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> can Can they hear that or is that just our nightmare? We'll find out in a second from chat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nick, what are our plans for the year? <laughs> More of that. Uh, yeah, I completely derailed the entire discussion. You guys are welcome for that. Eric, do you have the we'll power to disable out. that? Because I think you might need to. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Uh, yeah, we've got a lot of cool plans for the year. Marty, uh, you were about to go over our merch plans. because No, you can go over them, Nick. You, you want me to go over the merch plans? <laughs> oh, yeah, please. Yeah, please do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, Nick. You do, you do a lot of preparation for the podcast. I do. Yeah. I do. I think Marty wants to actually reach to the screen and murder me. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll be about the merch. It's, he's dying. <laughs> <laughs> the, the consequences of your own actions. <laughs> <laughs> yes, welcome back to Firelink. Uh, we have a whole new line of merch up for you to look at. Today. Oh, Nick, at the top of the podcast, we uh, we let people know uh, ways they can support us. So you might want to do that as well. I, I am through the merch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we, we start usually Patreon though. Patreon's kind of the big one, the main way they can support us. True. Okay, so you can check us out on Patreon. We now have annual memberships available with a ten percent discount every tier. And then we have new merch lined up today with new designs for Stummy Ramble Medic. Backdrop. And what was the other one? Oh, yeah. Adventure is Nigh. Right there. I see it. I keep forgetting where's that the, one's up because we have... Where's the design Delve merch? Those are up, too. We have Founders Designs back up. 
uh, for long sleeve sweatshirts and hoodies. And there's also hats. The hats are really cool. Fuller emblematic hat specifically is really dope looking. Uh, we'll be getting that more designs to hat. for hats like cold take uh, down the line, more second wind stuff. People have been asking for beanies, socks, pins, cushions, all that kind of stuff. So all that stuff will be coming as well. Cushions. Uh, did I say cushions? I said I, I like I like combine the two of like pin cushions. Oh, pins and cushions. But I don't remember what a they pin want cushion pin is. cushions. I don't remember <laughs> what a pin cushion <laughs> is. A pin cushion is a thing you put pins in if you're like a, a knitter or a seamstress. I, yeah, all our cra- all our crafty fans out there uh, know what a pin yeah, cushion instead is. Of, instead of plushies, we'll get uh, voodoo dolls of the characters. Oh, no, let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> Take off Casey's hands. Someone's going to lose one. an arm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that idea. Rip. Uh, yeah, check that out. And for, uh, for, for Phoenix here members, you have a discount uh, to the merch store. So check that out. Um, yeah, but I want it today. It's very, uh, very exciting stuff. And then, of course, as Nick mentioned, uh, supporting us the best way is uh, through Patreon. We appreciate all of your incredible patronage. Remember, $5 and up gets access to um, all the columns. Darren is just banging out columns. I still got three columns I was working on over break. I didn't finish any of them. I'm going to be honest. Let's be honest. I was like, how much work am I going to do over break? And my, 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 I ended up saying uh, little. Very little. Every time I was like, "This is gonna be it. I'm gonna spend a few hours this morning to write." And I was you said like, you finished them. I thought you said you finished them in the meeting this morning. I never f- said that. Absolutely didn't <laughs> say that. I said I finished all the scripts I had to write today. Oh, yeah. Someone's an adsman. Uh, mm. Yeah, and then of course uh, your your generous uh, super chats here uh, and your donations, uh, whether it's here, whether it's on Twitch, which we're not live on for this one, uh, or PayPal, are uh, greatly appreciated. Uh, just like. Vitus, thank you so much. 1,600 yen. Marty's intros are better, TBH. I agree. I learned my lesson about using soundboards. <laughs> For now. The consequences of your actions. <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, there's, a, there's a specific segment for that called Unforeseen Consequences. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah, but what other, what other big plans does uh, Second Wind have in, in 2024? Two, two months into our inception. Uh, yeah, really. Uh, it is incredible that it's only two months in like we just we just put up our uh end of year revenue report and <laughs> we are so far and away ahead of what i thought we were going to be somebody in the discord asked i was always hesitant about giving out that number but now that it's in discord i'm like whatever uh somebody asked what our initial like thinking was for patreon and when we put our like document together for like what 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 is like a year look like for success for a second one like what do we need to basically survive at the bare minimum and it was like 12.5k a month on patreon and we are doing you know over 60k right now which is really really good uh we've had a lot of uh additional signups today with uh, the new ad and uh, fully emblematic and then a lot of people switching over to annual memberships so like we were saying a few minutes ago uh you can go annual you can go monthly whatever works best for you you do get a 10 percent discount if you go annual um, and we get the payment up front, so that's really helpful in uh, kind of helping us build that big war chest that we're building that you've seen through the revenue report that is uh, going well for us. So uh, we do start paying ourselves in February, so that's coming up really quick. Thankfully, my savings are running dry <laughs> and mortgages are expensive. Did you guys know that? Yeah, uh, I yeah. was acutely I, aware, yes. Yes. I heard. I, yeah. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> 
I need I need to be paid. But uh, anyways, uh, in general, uh, for what's coming up soon, uh, we are getting ready to launch a new show uh, called Chronicle. We've mentioned this one publicly. We just haven't shown it off yet. Uh, but it is the return of the Stuff of Legends 2.0, basically. Uh, but with some twists and turns here and there, uh, it may seem to see some new characters. There was already a tease of a new character uh, in another video that I won't tell you you have to go through the entire channel watch all of our videos to find it good luck what? I've, I've watched all the videos i don't i have no idea what you're ooh, talking about <laughs> Ooh, kc doesn't even know have i watched all the videos now you're making me question if i've watched all our videos yeah <laughs> it's in there it's a it's a uh, it's sanabi congrats sanabi you're part of the chronicle <laughs> yeah. universe well uh yeah, yeah, yeah. all right I'll, I'll narrow it down it's a design build video you can find it in a design build video there's a character there's a new character in there somewhere Huh. Uh, but yes, that'll be Chronicle, and that should be ready in the next few weeks. Uh, and then Javed Sterrett is obviously going full-time with us and working with us, uh, and he will be bringing Good Blood over as his own video series to Second Wind. So uh, we've been kind of on the lookout for what an in-the-frame-of-video games like look like, or the backdrop of video games might look like now, and Good Blood is our answer to that, hopefully. I, I think if anybody's going to do it, Java's the one to do it. So uh, yeah. we're really excited about that. He was also playing favorite, um, favorite video essays on uh, on the internet. Yeah, he was also playing the Outer Wilds over break, and I basically tweeted him was like, "You need to make a video on that." And he's like, "Okay, you got it." I'm like, "All right, good. We're we're good." Yeah, what I, like, I like this. Also, that developer needs to make another game. What's going on? Yeah, <laughs> Oka, get on it. Masioka, get on it. You got to put down that blue eye samurai. You got to pick up some fucking. <laughs> Wait, did he help with that? No, he was the voice of the the big guy, the big guy without any Ringo? hands. I, Ringo, I've been I've been wondering what the hell Masioka's been up that. to for years. I had no idea he was Ringo. <laughs> I'm living the dream. I'm just watching now. That's why I do that. Nice. Uh, so yeah, those those are their two new shows. Uh, we've got all of our, we've got a bunch of streams coming up. Uh, we're starting to get those in order. So uh, I think tomorrow we're launching our first kind of new one, which will be uh, a stream from me. Uh, basically be uh, <laughs> we're tentatively calling it shoot the shit uh, because I will just get on every Thursday from 3 to 5 p.m. Central to play whatever multiplayer game I'm, I'm feeling. It's basically just my relaxation time. So tomorrow I'll just be playing some Call of Duty multiplayer, I think with Frost. Uh, maybe will if I have to move it back an hour, so we'll see. Uh, but we'll just be kind of chilling out, talking, talking and shooting shit. Basically what that one's going to be. Uh, Marty, you have you have the schedule for the other stuff that's coming up, but Devil May Cry continues tomorrow, I believe. Yes. Yes. Yep. We're going to Devil May Cry tomorrow. I uh, don't want to lock anything in specifically because dates are a little uh, fluctuating. But if there were shows you enjoyed um, back at the Escapist, chances are some version of them, or maybe that pairing will be coming back. If you liked uh, the pairing of uh, Jess, Jesse, and Casey uh, playing S- uh, Secret Diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> title title uh title pending uh keep an eye on that and so yeah and then if you just you know if you remembered our how, how often we streamed uh, back to the escapist which is several times a day you can expect that kind of thing uh over here with uh with familiar faces and new faces alike so um yeah all throughout january we'll be rolling out new stuff um we're just really excited and, and so stoked to have you guys aboard um you know whether whether you're a part of the patreon whether uh, you tune into all these uh, uh, streams live, listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, just read our articles, just stumble upon us. Uh, we, it really means a lot to us, and, and we're going we're gonna to do right by you this year. We got some, we got some real good shit planned. Yeah, that's uh, 
lot, lots of exciting stuff in the works. Some stuff we can't even talk about yet, like like documentary yeah, we, projects. We go to jail if we talk about it. <laughs> we probably do go to jail. <laughs> we talk about some of the documentary projects that I'm looking to line up. But yeah, looking to do January documentaries 6th. Again. Was it real or nah? Oh, oh man, this is why we need a soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> Our voices are soundboards. You realize our voices are soundboards. Eric, you got to take those privileges away from me. Yeah, I, 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 I want to, on record, I am vehemently against soundboards. So am I. So am I. I am absolutely. That is, that is Bush League it's shit. Only, it's only because I get to It is Bush League shit. It. it is it's Bush League. Use your voice and your creativity. I, my voice is too monotone to make a high pitch sound like that. Uh, and we did You're have 400k subscribers enough. over on YouTube, which uh, thank you guys so much. Oh, yeah, awesome. We did, we did pass 400,000 subscribers, new poster on Twitter. Uh, but yeah, in general, just lots of lots of cool stuff planned. People have been asking about some of our longer term plans. I'm like, I'm not even thinking that far ahead right now. Like we're thinking three months ahead right now. Um, you know, some of the bigger ideas we have are like somewhere down the line, like for the fifth year of Escapist, we wanted to do uh, an in-person, our first in-person community meetup event obviously you know think everything happened and we have to rethink that but uh, we do want to do some in-person community event for second wind at some point uh within the next year or so hopefully um not a big expo or anything like that just something you know smallish but who knows what the future holds for stuff like that um obviously our we next go to an ex- applebee's and tweet out my location oh, tell everyone to meet me there oh, we'll be at applebee's for two hours <laughs> uh but yeah in general the uh, main thing we're doing now because we are incorporated finally so we are officially a worker co-op if you didn't know that uh, so that means uh, employee owners and no, no like corporate structure or anything like that uh, so we're pretty much all equal in some way or form and then uh, in general uh, next steps is getting our job descriptions and contracts figured out so somebody would I think a blue version was asking if I'm content director and editor in chief uh, I think I'm going back to editor-in-chief just because that's easier. <laughs> it's whatever you want to be, man. We make the rules. Yep. Cool. I'm soundbite chief. <laughs> You're our, oh, let's let's get rid of that position. That oh, and by the way, I think we're allowed to, if someone like breaks the bylaws, we're allowed to vote them out. So. Just fire me. Yep. I can yeah. get fired for soundbites. Yeah. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd, be, uh, that'd be worth it, honestly. Yeah, definitely. It would yeah. definitely be worth it to get yeah. fired for soundbites. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I got fired for making a. I lost my house because I made a fart noise. <laughs> and folks would be like, "Oh yeah, that checks out." Like, yeah, it happens I to a lot it. of us. I get what, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What other way would, would that? What other way would I go? Exactly. That or that or like a decent us joke that just didn't make any sense. Um, the uh, already a bunch of donations coming, and thank you so much, Abdel. Appreciate the dono. So if the membership is a bird hatching and growing, does it mean the second wind is a monthly Tamagotchi subscription? Oh my god, I love yeah. that. I love it too, but man. I was terrible taking month, care of my Tamagotchis. If I'm being honest, those fools died all the time. I had a Gigapet first, and I, I, yeah, it was like Tamagotchis, like Japanese made or branded or whatever. Gigapet was like the American equivalent. And I had like a 101's Dalmatian one. And I had, my dog lived for so long that my friends were like, what's going on? And like someone sabotaged and murdered my dog out of jealousy. <laughs> one of your 101 Dalmatians? Well, yeah, 100 other ones. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just moved on to the next one. So. Uh, <laughs> did you know that the 101 Dalmatians were in Kingdom Hearts and you needed to find them all? There were so many of them. What were those? Uh... I thought there were 101. <laughs> there were so oh. many of them. <laughs> remember, <laughs> so many. Remember when Furbies were popular? We do. Yeah. 
Those things were creepy. You know what's popular, popular You know what the big popular thing now? These fucking Stanley Cups. Do y'all know what's going on with these Stanley yeah. Cups? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Fucking mugs. No, not the Stanley Cup. Oh, no, Stanley not that Cup. one. <laughs> what? Stanley Cup. Stanley, this brand of cups. Kids are going it's just a fucking brand wild of for cup. Them. It's like a brand of like fucking. Yeah, it's like a cup. like a LG thermos travel mug. Type. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. People go nuts at stores about them. I don't know what's going it, on. So you don't know the origin of why they've become no, phenomenon. No, and I don't want to learn either. I just you don't want to learn? Everyone is <laughs> just like, cool it's, actually, fucking it's kind of a cool story, but like, yeah, the okay. reaction to it is dumb. Okay, I kind of want to learn now. So um, apparently uh, some, I'm paraphrasing, don't don't quote me. This is what I've gathered from Internet Osmosis. Uh, a lady posted a video about how her car was either uh, in some sort of a wreck or vandalized and like it was on fire and blew up and everything in the car was wrecked except for the Stanley Cup. The Stanley Cup survived this inferno. And the, the <laughs> oh, Stanley people, yeah. yeah, saw that video and was like, um, wow, that's amazing that we're getting all this press coverage because of the video you posted, so we're going to replace your car. And so that oh. gave them even more goodwill. I, and now I remember that story. Goes. I didn't know that that was Stanley Cup. So yeah, that's, that's, that's the reason. Oh, yeah, People are going hog wild? Man, that was a good and, business. And that's stupid. Part. That's stupid. <laughs> like, there's, I don't know why people need to, like, lose their mind over it at this point but it's just it's a viral thingy there you go status yeah. symbol so I, I searched it on amazon i sent eric the leak in the the link in the chat there's a stupid there's a tray to put on the top of your cup to hold your snacks snack tray where else you can put your snacks how do you how do you drink from the cup in a, a bowl <laughs> well it's got a straw uh, you're like you're like you're like huff up like nacho cheese Dust as you drink your straw. Yeah, happens, happens to the best of us. Who he who has not uh, huffed <laughs> up nacho cheese dust cast the first stone. Incredible for people who just. Do, how do how do people who need that thing like that live? How do they live? How do they survive? They don't in the wilderness of every day. Um, how, do, how do I drink water from this stream? I don't. I don't have my Stanley Cup to boil it. How do I do this? Uh, King Dead with a two dollar dono. Thank you so much. Who are you declaring war on with this chest? Yeah, we just started calling it a war chest, and we kept calling it a war chest <laughs> for a, cool a few word. times. I was going to be like, can we call it something else? But it's, oh, gone. it's cool. It's it, a cool word. You can call like cool. a rainy day like, fund. War chest is cooler. Yeah, we're not going to war. <laughs> We might. We've been, you know, we've been at war. You know. It's just a savings account. <laughs> a zero interest savings account. False. It is an interest savings account. Uh, Adel Adel Ferrell Ferrell like invested in stocks and bonds and shit. <laughs> what about, I, I saw that dumb money movie. Should we invest in GameStop? No, we shouldn't. Oh, okay. That, that's probably an easy call there. Love is towards the GameStop. Uh, Abdel Corrales, thank you so much. And Green Gang, fun intro. Happy New Year, BT Dubs. And to you, Abdel. Happy thank New you Year. So much. Uh, Harry Sun, five Australian dollars. Thank you so much, Harry Sun. Happy New Year, team. Finally started watching Adventures Night, and I cannot believe I never watched it back on ye old channel. I've deprived myself of greatness. Uh, you did. Thank you so much, Harry Sun. As you know, we are. We are re-releasing uh, season three week by week. Uh, the new episodes, the last three episodes of the season you have not seen, will be uh, premiering in February. And then, of course, as you see, our our, our current uh, Super Chat uh, funding goal uh, is uh, for season four of Adventures Night on location this spring, which you are very excited for. 
Uh, and also, uh, we are remastering seasons one and two. Those will be available at some point in the future. Um, and then uh, the audio versions are going to be available, right? Or are they're they already, already available? available? Yep, they're already available on Spotify. So you yeah, if you want to season nice. one and two, season yeah. three will be up when it's done. And yeah. Amy booked her Amy booked her flight to DC, so we are uh, we are set in stone. We we are going. At the least District of Columbia. <laughs> District of Columbia. Oh, is this for our January sixth documentary? <laughs> <laughs> really not. Void America. Really not. And Miss Maiko, welcome to Tip Jar. Thank you so much, Miss Maiko. Appreciate it. And Vitus, <laughs> another 800 yen. Thank you so much. Is there a regular schedule for Bite Size, or is it whenever someone on staff really wants to talk about a game? Been loving the Indie Rec so far. Let's celebrate. Hell yeah. Uh, it, it does not have a regular schedule. It's not like a uh, your cold take or your design delve or your fully ramblematic. Uh, it is more... Uh, things are going to ebb and flow. We'll have some weeks where there's zero, aka this week. We'll have some weeks where there's probably two. Um, so it's going to be partly at the mercy of new releases. There's going to be some, sometimes we we might have one that's not about the newest game. Maybe it'll be an anniversary. Maybe it'll be just a slightly older game someone wanted to talk about. But um, I can't tell you we have several in the works currently by several different people, including several people on this podcast. So um, it's two people. It's me and you. Me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh what am I um, I don't know why I said me and you. I was looking at Casey. And I was like, I can't say you. That's not how the word you works. <laughs> and you can't. You can't even look at Casey. Nobody can see that. I looked at Casey. What? Oh, you have to look. You have to on the yeah, podcast. You have to like, you have to like yeah, look diagonal or something. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even look. know where Casey is. It's Brady Bunch nonsense. <laughs> um, but yeah, we have uh, we have a lot of those plants. So uh, stay tuned. I'm glad you've been digging them because I'm really proud of them so far. Uh, and then Fungus Finder, $2 dono. So we're on a low-budget morning radio show now. These nuts and the chuckle fucks. We, we, we've always been on a low-budget radio show. I don't think that's true. I feel like we hit a new low today. <laughs> yeah, whatever we, budget we were on, I, we just lost it. I think we started uh, off... The more, the off more the money we raise on Patreon, the lower canyon. budget we go. <laughs> we started off in a goddamn canyon. Uh, do you guys want to talk about 2024? Uh yeah, we kind of now, talking about twenty twenty four. The closer it uh, gets to November, I don't. <laughs> uh, why? What's in November? <laughs> Nothing. What? There's got to be something in November. Thanksgiving. They're still doing no, Thanksgiving. It's, right? it's called elections in November. <laughs> oh, oh crap! No, we're not. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> we're talking. <laughs> you got it, Marty. No, Marty had already <laughs> completely blanked it from his mind. He's like, it's no. for a documentary. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, we, like, we, yeah, I don't even remember that. We wanted to do a big run through of uh, of uh, so a lot of the games we're excited for, stuff we're excited for, what we what we hope to see, stuff we know we're going to see, stuff we for fingers crossed that we're going to see. Um, there's no, we don't really have like a, a way way of talking about this. I figured I I, I I slotted things into three into five separate columns of uh, Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, big old third party. And then just indies. And some of them, I'm going to be honest, I think some of the third-party things are indies. I think some of the indie things are third-party. I don't yes, know. I just put a Warhammer Space Marine 2 in the indies thing. Oh, I think I meant to put in the other one. I don't know how that <laughs> got there. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll, we'll kick things off with uh, Sony, if only because they are at the top of my dock. That's yeah, the but that's they're, at the, they're at the top of your dock, and I, they're also the most mysterious of what's going on. Yeah, I would I would Aside from other canceled games as a service project. <laughs> Yeah, um, Sony. Uh, Sony's twenty twenty three was strange. Uh, Spider Man, big hit, a lot of thumbs up. Uh, kinda got 
lost in a sea of tens, which is something that it's kind of a bummer for a lot of a lot of really good games the last year, like your Jedi Survivors got lost just because it was one of those years. Uh, and then obviously Insomniac, uh, uh, you know, we don't need to go into the details, but uh, the, the criminal hack that happened at the end of the year well, really was a real shitty, uh, shitty end of the year for Insomniac and for uh, Sony in general. Uh, but then besides that, they had Valhalla's uh, Ragnarok DLC, which or Ragnarok's Valhalla DLC. Jesus, why do we need more Norse words? We got to have more <laughs> Norse words than Ragnarok and Valhalla. Yeah, they, didn't they keep going back and forth. Yeah. Creed Valhalla had a Ragnarok DLC. I, it yeah. absolutely did. Yes. Yep. Christ on a cracker. <laughs> uh, and so I feel like they're uh, they, they, they're stepping into to 2024. And like Nick said, what they have going on is sort of nebulous. Uh, we know The Last of Us Part 2 on PS5 is coming out later this month, which um, if you haven't played it, that's cool. Um, if you have played it, it was already a really good looking game. So um, <laughs> not sure what's what's going on there. Um, and then some of their uh, sort of newer first party or games that some of us still consider third party games. Uh, we know we're going to be coming out this year. Helldivers 2, uh, which actually looks like a big improvement over Helldivers 1. Uh, Destiny 2, The Final Shape is coming out in June. Uh, and then they've they've aligned themselves with some third party games. Your, your Rise of Ronin, your, your Final Fantasy 7 uh, Rebirth, your Death Stranding 2. Um, but yeah, I don't know, Nick. What do you what, what are your thoughts on Sony this year? Uh, I really don't know. I mean, I I feel like th- this is the year that we finally get like new game announcements from Naughty Dog and and uh, Sucker Punch and all that. I think uh, I think we're due to see what Ben Studio's been working on all this time since Days Gone. Um, they had a uh, mysterious tweet the other day. They did. Ben, what was it? Yeah. This is just great radio. I don't know. I clicked it. I clicked it. It was that uh, serious. They said, hey, January 2nd. Hey. Oh, okay. That, I don't know. I'm serious. That was it? That, that's hey. their, uh, that's their, we're doing something this year. Probably. Yeah, they're, just, they're waking up. It's like, we <laughs> yeah. haven't used this in a really long time. Does this still work? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, mostly, you know, I'm really mostly just curious to see what their service plans have shaped up to be. Because I mean, like, Helldivers 2 is looking like the only active service game that is going to actually come out. And like we had a good time streaming the first one, so I'm excited to play the second one for game nights and stuff like that. We but know it's a live service game. It's a multiplayer game. It's co-op. Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> I don't know. The first one's not, right? Uh well, I, I don't know. I'm not like No, the first I one don't... the first one was not, but I mean like it seems like a big like Yeah, I mean it's like it's our only it's really their only multiplayer project right now. You know, unless you're going to consider, if you consider Destiny that, but I mean, like, Destiny is still multi platform. So, and that's definitely I, game of service. Yeah. Yes. But I can, I can definitely see Helldivers 2 getting frequent updates and new maps and new whatever. Um, it's, it, yeah, it's a perfect game for it. <coughs> whether, whether or not it succeeds, I don't know because uh, Helldivers 1 sold okay. It didn't sell incredible. And, Sony's multiplayer games tend to struggle a lot and they also don't have game pass where this is a game that like needs game pass to survive these days because not only does game pass game pass is great for games like these because you don't four people don't have to buy it Mm -hmm. for this game to work you need four I mean it you can work with one or two people but it's meant to be played four players every trailer has four players so now you have to assume that all four people are going to buy the game 
and that's a big investment ask uh, yeah so in, I, in, a, in a sea of other games like it that are either on game pass or are fully free <laughs> yeah like that like it's it's a rough place to be in it does look so, cool though I'll give yeah that. um so i'm curious uh, my out of the blue prediction here would be if the preloader pre-orders are as low as I think they are for that game. Cause I really don't see anybody talking about it. It becomes a PS plus uh, day one launch game right before it comes out. I mean, that just wouldn't surprise me. I absolutely. Cause that comes out in just a little over a month, February. Yeah. 8th, so um, yeah. it feels like an easy thing to do when they announced their February lineup is like, also this is coming free for PlayStation plus. And that's why, that's why I think it'll be a service project too, because that mm-hmm. how else are they going to make money at that point besides customizations and season yeah. passes or whatever the hell it's going to be. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, we've got uh Concord, that new game from Firewalk studios, which is a service project. You have fair games, from Haven Studios, that other service project. Um, we don't know, really don't know what Concord is aside from being like a sci fi FPS. And then Fair Games is their extraction shooter, which looks very similar to the ill fated uh, Hyenas in, in its concept trailer. We still don't know what it is, but I mean, looks- there's also a very strong chance some of these games don't come out. Um, given, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the year, they officially announced that they were shelving uh, The Last of Us Factions. So if Naughty Dog and The Last of Us IP wasn't up to snuff or wasn't something that they thought was worth having a live service game, I'm curious, like, what are the chances these other ones survive? And yeah, there's a difference because it really does feel like if you're going to do a live service game, your studio has to be a live service studio. Yeah. It doesn't feel like you can have one foot in one water and one foot in the other. It feels that's exactly what naughty dog said too. It's like, yeah, yeah. Do both. So to me, to me, it seems like that was more of like a naughty dog decision. Like there is no way for us to make these two because they're working on two games. They said Mm -hmm. plus, plus that live service project. So unless they Mm -hmm. built a whole live service studio to function that game, there was no way to do all three things. Um, but yeah, I mean, for what it's worth, like the finals has done exceptionally well. I think they had 10 million players already. Um, so extraction, like the extraction shooters are the rage right now. So maybe, maybe fair games comes out and surprises at all. I don't know the trailer didn't do anything to put that confidence in me. Cause like at least the finals, like aesthetically, I don't love the characters or anything, but like the destruction and the gameplay are really good. And Spirit yeah, Games didn't give me the, any of that in that trailer. It had so. the easy sell of it looks really cool in action, and uh, it's from former Battlefield devs, yeah. which um, not all games have that kind of sell, which uh, makes things... Well, Haven's, Haven's big sell is it's Jade Raymond Studio, but she's known for single-player games, so then you come out and announce a extraction shooter, you're like, huh? I mean, you also, Jade Raymond and, uh, like, folks like Jade Raymond, folks like... Amy Hedig, folks like uh, Dennis Dyack were names that mean a lot to people of another generation. Like in a, in a world that is, what have you done for me lately? There's, you know, you don't have a lot of resume to show. And like, that's just like the fact of the matter is like, it's gotta be like something very recent. And, and none of those folks have, have something recent to their name. That's that's the unfortunate part for Jade Raymond is like what the last three of her projects have been canceled. Yeah. Cause she was a motive first mm-hmm. and then and two projects got canceled under her there and then and then now this so we'll, i guess we'll see yeah i don't know yeah I, I i multiplayer and playstation 
for me outside of like the the big you know call of duty and fifa and all that just have never taken off for them yeah nothing nothing from inside their homegrown studios have has ever like really made waves Mm -hmm. and it's despite being fun projects like you know meg and starhawk and warhawk and resistance and killzone like they all had relatively okay multiplayer but yeah never never reached the popularity of halo aside from Hayes, that that was the one that killed halo i thought it was the, sure. the classic Halo killer? Yeah, <laughs> Paramount Plus uh, Haze, and we're still playing it today. Remember Haze yeah. Four? Man, what a banger! Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, but Sony, like like we mentioned a little while ago, Sony, um, uh, it was fortunate that they uh, have aligned themselves with kind of second party games with uh, third parties, you know, studios that they don't own, but they are publishing the games. And that's where you see, or, or they have timed exclusivity, like uh, Final Fantasy seven rebirth, one of the biggest games of the, the probably first six months of the year that is coming straight to PS five. It'll probably come to PC in a year. Who knows if it ever comes to Xbox because seven remake still doesn't come to Xbox. Um, we know rise of the Ronin, the new game from the Neo team, uh, which looks really cool. looks like kind of like a, a open, it's like Assassin's Creed with those Neo souls, like uh, uh, sensibilities in like an open world mm-hmm. feudal Japan looks very cool. Uh, that's coming out in the spring. And then uh, death stranding Two. It feels like that's a, this year game, maybe a this fall game. Death stranding one was 2019. That was five years ago seems like that could be ready this year um it feels like that game is further along than od because od we also don't know what that is um <laughs> it's, it's just that's a weird probably trailer. just a movie <laughs> he keeps teaming up with his homies oh my god i'm excited who else he brings up i think he's gonna team up. Uh, ari aster the director of hereditary and midsommar he was in uh japan recently they've become buddies he's going to be doing mm. that i get john carpenter John Carpenter just smokes weed and plays games all day. John, John Carpenter's <laughs> making the Left 4 Dead looking game. Yeah, don't Focus. do it. We don't need that one. Just make, 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 your Kojima, make your Kojima thing. Everyone's <laughs> everything's fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, to me, like even when I think of Sony this year, the thing I'm thinking of is Final Fantasy, um, which I, again, I know isn't Sony, but um, that's that's probably my number one game of the year that I'm, that I'm looking forward to. Uh, and I have a feeling this is going to be a banger. Gonna be bangerang. Mm. They're gonna do it. Please. I mean, the last the last one was well liked, right? So yeah, last one. Yeah, last, one was, last one. Last one was very good. And this is like them. Like the the last one was the table setting, and this is them finally sort of showing. Here's the open world. Here's all the places you remember from Final Fantasy, and then going all the way up to blank blank getting blanked in blank blank by blank. I'm excited for this one because I did much like Yazi. I did not really care for Final Fantasy 16. I liked it, didn't love it. Mm-hmm. Definitely don't don't disagree with it being on his bland list, even though it's fun. Yeah, I definitely Ish. don't think it was bland, but uh, it's a game that hasn't like stuck with me. Uh, oh, but it's not bland. <laughs> uh, n- no, I think those are different things. Un- for a forgettable game, then. Yeah, I would okay. say so. Yeah, um, especially as I've gone back and played a bunch of fi- different Final Fantasies, like older Final Fantasies. I feel like they've. Uh, they they had those sort of elements that really like burrowed into you, and I think Final Fantasy 16 with an editor could have gotten there if that game was yep. trimmed down. I know I said this about every game, but if that game was just a, like a lean 15, <laughs> holy moly, could you no, that, imagine? No, I, I think that's the biggest problem with 16 is that it should have been. It should have just fully committed, like, hey, we're gonna make a character action game. Yeah. Give it 15, max 20 hours yeah. and just hack and slashing stuff and rip out all this slow paced RPG nonsense that 
is more suited to the turn-based kind of gameplay and storytelling. They wanted yeah. to, they wanted both, and both suffered as a result. Yep. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, is there one uh, sort of pie in the sky thing you'd like to see from Sony this year? Something we don't quite know about, but maybe something you'd like to see. Like, I, I'd like to see Ghost of Tsushima too. Let's see what Sucker Punch is working on. Um, that first game sold very well, so I have to imagine that's what their next project is. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's a that's a cool world to go back to, and I think uh, again, if you see a lot of games, how they're they're one like the the sequels take a hot beat and turn it into a hot song. I would love to see that with uh, with Tsushima. Yeah, um, I don't know. I'm in I'm in a weird place with Sony, like where I love I I you know I love the cinematic action adventure games, but like even after Spider-Man two, like I, I could, I could just feel like the, I don't know, the production line effect kind of thing where I get from Ubisoft games or like I'm playing. Yeah. The there's same a formula. Game. Yeah. Like I, I enjoy the story, but the gameplay is starting to not exactly excite me anymore. Um, you know, like say what you will, but like the last of us, at least like when I feel like I went from like the last of us one to part two, like the AI, just the AI in that game and how they react to you was like enough of an innovation for me and playing it out like on a harder difficulty without all the extra, you know, see through the walls stuff and everything. Um, that, that game felt to me more like an innovation than anything else that Sony's put out. Um, I just, I kind of want them to get back to like being really creative again with their games. Like I miss mm. infamous. I miss like having, the kill zone, like that kind of stuff and Warhawk and Starhawk and Sly Cooper and, you know, all these, you know, I don't need a character action or a character platformer game ever again, but <laughs> I just, I just want to see like when I, when horizon came out, I was super excited for that. And I really liked horizon one for the most part. And I, I think we've talked multiple times about horizon forbidden West kind of just was a little bit forgettable because it didn't have like the story chops of the year of their other games, but I don't know. I just kind of want to see something different from them. And when I think different, I guess I do think Death Stranding, even though that's not um, the sequels. I don't know what this, I have no idea what the sequel is going to be, but yeah, I, I, I really don't know. I really don't know what Sony looks like going forward, especially with all their, their live service shenanigans and what exactly Sony wants to be. Uh, like, yeah, for me, like Sony is a people pleaser. In that, like, they'll probably continue to do exactly the thing that you're bored of, but be super successful. Like, like, people, like, the general public is not going to care that the next cinematic action, whatever, is like the last one. They'll just, they'll just eat it up for the most part. And Sony will be fine because of that, because they do that very well. Uh, but they do still have like a couple of like just weird, uh, like weird studios under their belt who just kind of get to do what they want because they fly slightly under the radar, like Housemark, for example. Like, yeah, Returnal is something I consider very different from yeah, Sony like, that I loved. I've I've still not played it. I, I mean to, <laughs> but I feel like Housemark is kind of weirdly free to just do something else. Like I don't think a Returnal 2 has been mandated on them. And if they don't feel like doing a, a second one, we might just see something brand new and really cool from them. So like that's that's something I'm kind of just on the lookout for. Like, what else is is Housemark maybe looking at? In and I want to have a couple other studios like that too. Yeah, I want to see Sony ex- go back to exploring different genres too. Like even even if it's a a, a first person RPG again. Like I just want to see that. Like I think I'm kind of a bit. Like I, I'm trying not to piss off 
the Sony fans. <laughs> what I'm saying is like I enjoy their games, but I want to see Sony's take on Starfield or something like that, right? Where it's like these big innovative not calling Starfield innovative before anybody yells at me, but just their take on a Skyrim or a Starfield or their take on Avowed or Outer Wilds or Outer, you know, stuff like that. Man, hmm. it was funny. Earlier when you said, I want, I miss like creative Sony, I was like, yes. And then you named a bunch of games. And I was like, oh, those aren't the ones I miss. <laughs> I miss. Problem is, uh, Zoe with a $2. I killed donation. other Japanese studios. That's the <laughs> thing is, I yeah. miss Japan Studio. Japan yeah. Studio was that bastion of weird. That's where we got Gravity Rush. That's where we got uh, uh, Tokyo, Tokyo Jungle. That's where we got Shadow and Eco. That's where we got. Uh, uh, you know, Patapon, Loco Roco, like Puppeteer, Rain, like they were do they were doing weird shit then, and it was it weird shit that that was at a smaller scale, but it it gave Sony like a real identity and a real texture to them that wasn't just Uncharted and The Last of Us and God of War, which are great in which they shouldn't stop doing, but it, it sort of it gave them a depth that um, I mean I'm gonna sound like a broken record and we're gonna get there soon, but Nintendo has. Where Nintendo feels like they have they have tiers of games they make, no pun well, intended. With and that's where Microsoft has gotten back to weirdly enough. Um, is like, yeah, you know, you have your hi-fi rushes. Like one of the, one of the games that everybody seems to be talking about. Maybe maybe it's just on Twitter or not, but like people that have played it at events have really had fun with it. Is that Towerborn from Stout Stoic Studio? Seems like that might be like the next big uh-huh. kind of Castle Crashers type game. Like yeah. Microsoft has a lot of variety right now, which is why I'm personally like very excited for their lineup specifically because like I'm getting my first person RPGs from them. I'm getting my action platformers. I'm getting my uh, Hellblade two jumped up from being a game. I didn't know much about or care about that much to that most recent trailer. I think I've gone back to watch three or four times and now I'm like way more interested in it. And I want to, I really want to play it really. Cause I like, yeah, I feel like the full opposite. Like I was like waiting, Oh, what is next coming from Ninja theory? And every time they showed Hellblade, I'm getting less and less interested. Cause it seems like they're not showing me anything. Like what in the most recent trailer did you see? That was like, that's I, the gameplay I want. I've gone back to watch the the gameplay trailer we got at the TGAs a few times now, and it seems like it's got uh-huh. like an actual dueling system in it. And if people like analyze the trailers, like it's not just a hack and slash combat system, but more of like something closer to like For Honor. Well, it was always like that. Yeah, it was. It was like a very. Yeah, the it was first, like a the very first game was very down. simplistic. Yeah, it, it was, and that's that's what I was hoping they'd like build upon. Yeah, but from the trailer, like the, it it cuts so fast that like all I all I ever remember seeing is like a sword hit and then it's on to something else. Like I don't, I'm not seeing actual fights with the character and that's what makes me worried. Yeah. Maybe go, maybe go back and watch it a few more times. I think you'll see more of those details in there. Um, okay. But yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's one of those games. Like I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a Yahtzee where like, I don't think these games should ever exist kind of thing. Like if it's a good story, well told, I'm fine with that game existing. But the point is, you know, Xbox just has a ton of variety right now with, you know, stuff like Hi-Fi Rush and other unannounced things that they're not haven't even talked about. You're like, um, not technical. It's announced, but it's hardly announced. It's like contraband, right? It's supposed to be some Mad Max S style extraction game with vehicles, which sounds interesting to me. Um, so there's just there's just a lot. There's a lot more going on there that we know about. And Sony, Sony seems to be a little floundering a little bit and trying to figure out how do we we break into this live service market yeah well let's uh let's talk about microsoft because uh, i i i'm on 
I feel like I agree with both of you when it comes to Hellblade. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for Hellblade, not because of anything they've shown. I'm excited for Hellblade because I loved Hellblade 1, and I just feel like uh-huh. a prettier Hellblade 2 sounds great to me. Uh, I just think it's been poorly shown, which is could be worrisome like maybe that's a maybe that's a sign that that uh things aren't going great but uh i just think maybe it's a tough game to sell because hellblade wasn't a game i was looking forward to until it came out and then i played it and i was like oh shit this game's great uh mm. so um yeah it's very possible that's a good point. what's wrong with you nick what are you mumbling nick Okay. I think Nick might be dead. Whatever. Oh, well, yeah. I don't think that's the piece of boy, Nick. Uh, yeah, but uh, so aside from <laughs> aside from Hellblade Two, which we think is this year, you know, the, Microsoft has doesn't have a lot of games dated for um, 2024. Uh, which, if we go back to last year, like at this point, they all we knew was Starfield, and suddenly a high fi rush appeared out of thin air just a little over a year ago. So do you think there's a chance Microsoft does that again? Do you think they were like, that was a good idea. We should do another there's stealth. A, there, I just saw a rumor going around that uh, Double Fine had a project that they're looking to shadow drop. Like a smaller, a smaller game? Yeah, a smaller game. Yeah. I mean, Microsoft definitely has enough studios under their belt. I should to fucking basically... hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, like that something could pop up that that maybe like internally they're like, oh, this is actually really cool. Yeah, let's let's spotlight this as a shadow drop thing. Yeah. Um, double as 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 much as we all love Double Fine, that's not the studio I would want a shadow drop game from. To be honest, you don't even, but you don't even know what the games though. I, yeah, but like I know the kind of stuff they've made, and it's never like the thing that I'm chomping at the bits to get. But that Sesame Street Connect game. <laughs> what? <laughs> that Sesame Street Connect game. Is that Remember a double me? fine joint? Yeah. It's called Sesame Street Connect. Or maybe it was the Muppets. Mm. It was one of those Jim Henson weird yeah. little gremlins. Again, like it's it's something that I'll be like, oh, that's cool, but like I, it's it's not gonna be like yeah, I, I, need to I, play wasn't this. A, I wasn't a big double fine guy until played Second Us 2, and then I was like, okay, I, I love I want more of whatever this is. <laughs> yeah, Second Us 2 rules. Um yeah, and then we know um again, not first party, but Microsoft's uh, been aligned with Stalker 2, which Feels mm. like it's this year after the, the, the you know a very understandable delays. Um, you know what that game is still remains to be seen. I think that was definitely one of those games that um, not like the day before, but one of those games that when it first showed it off, we were like, "That's not what that game's gonna look like." And yeah. then as they started to show it off more, it's like, "Okay, yeah, that's what that game looks like. It's fine. You, know, you just just should have been like that from the start." <laughs> um, and so we got that coming soon, and then just a oh, I guess on the entertainment front, we have uh, Fallout which is weird because that is a uh, Fallout the Amazon show premiering right, in April, right, right. which it is weird still to be like, oh yeah, that is a that is a Microsoft thing now. So um, that first trailer looked really cool. So in lieu like of, it, yeah. a, of a season two this year, it seems like Fallout could be one of those things. It could be that thing that like, I don't know, it was a good trailer. It's got, it's got the lesser Nolan behind it. That's, that's a weird way. That's, 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 yeah, that's so rude. Yeah. <laughs> <Super> rude. <laughs> God. I'm, I don't know. I was like, I'm sorry, Darren. That's the first I'm going to apologize to, but it's not like we. You, you tell me, Darren. I, I, I feel like I feel like Fallout has a pass on this though, because you can tell any original story in that world and not have to adapt it to something directly. I make it good though, right? Like, well, yeah, but it's just easier than than trying to. You either directly adapt The Last of Us or you do something different with it and piss everybody off or Fallout kind of has that. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. They don't yeah. have those expectations. Yeah, like as long, as long as the world aesthetically looks like Fallout and the story is good, I think you have a fine, like 
it's going to be hard to fuck that show up too much. Yeah. Yeah. Fallout uh, was already about random ass stories in the world. Right. So like you could super easily serialize something like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is, I think it's just really just using the, the, the universe of fallout as the backdrop for whatever show right. Jonathan Nolan's making and cool dog. Got a great dog. Yeah. But after Star- after Starfield's story, any any story might be better. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> I'm not a Starfield hater. I didn't like the story. I didn't care about the story one bit. Uh, like the the weird review bashing on Starfield is, I think, ridiculous. And people giving it air, like me right now, <laughs> probably just adding fuel to that fire. But I mean, I, I don't know. Skyrim. Skyrim has survived for over a decade off of mods. Starfield will do the same thing, I'm sure. Inside all the modders being angry at it, I guess. But they don't even have the tools yet, and I'm sure Bethesda will give them nice tools to use, and they'll be fine. Is it a hot take to say Bethesda only makes boring games I don't care about? No, I don't think so. No, I, I, I mean, think, I think their games how, are for a very specific taste of people. <laughs> Man, Skyrim, that taste of people is like everyone with Skyrim, right? Yeah, but it was fantasy with actual worlds to ex- world to explore and Starfield's world are very boring. It's, I, it's like their their formula works on me exactly one time. <laughs> yeah. like, I got into Fallout 3 super heavy, bounced off of New Vegas, got into Skyrim super heavy, tried any other one after that. It was like, uh, I guess not for me anymore. Like, it, I'm done. I, yeah. I think I've just realized I only like Bethesda's fantasy games. I had, do not really care for Fallout, and I don't. Starfield is not one of my favorite games. <laughs> yeah, I know. To me, they're like black licorice, where it's just the taste. Where I'm like that, nah. or like cilantro. <laughs> we were talking about that earlier about cilantro. How it's like a, there's a certain like ten percent of people it just tastes like soap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just like nah. they really, they really just need to let Bethesda create the worlds and let mm-hmm. Obsidian come in and write the stories for them. <laughs> uh, well, is of, it? Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, no I was gonna say, like, is it the story? Because like, it's it's the gameplay loops that are the problem, right? Like, in I don't I like, like the Skyrim, little, like the little plot it's... threads. Like, those are like those are generally good, but it's like the games are the ones that the gameplay feels like outdated and backward. Like missing maps, like uh, bad weapon cycle, like like d- just dumb basic stuff like that is like what I feel like they're just not focusing on. I don't know, I didn't have a problem with Starfield's gameplay. Oh, I, I, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I hate uh, it. Yeah, you mentioned Obsidian. Uh, Avowed seems like a game that we could be seeing this year, which is, um, you know, Obsidian's Skyrim, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Like, it's not their Skyrim. They said it's like their fantasy outer worlds. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I guess it's a much smaller, yeah. smaller in scope game, which, yeah. yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I really don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not the biggest fan of the outer worlds. I know a lot of people love that game. Supposedly, I didn't really care for it that much. So I'm, I'm iffy on Avowed, even though like I really like I like it. Well, I can't say I love Pillars of Eternity because I can't ever push myself to finish it or play through it all the way. But I really Andy like the, the chat. I like the lore of Pillars of Eternity. No, that's that's Path of Exile. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Those are different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got a couple of POEs. Cut it it's up. It's POE, over there. and different. then it's POE. I'm gonna be honest. I fucking thought they were the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Learned something in 2024. I 100 those two fuckers were the same thing. Incredible. <laughs> What game is Amy like? Path of Exile. 
Pillars of What's Eternity? Pillars of Eternity? Pillars of Eternity is a very old school CRPG that they made. Yeah, CRPG like old Fallout. Path of Jeff Epstein, like... financier. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Jeff. <laughs> uh, that that threw me for a loop. <laughs> I don't even know how to recover from uh, that. I, I, didn't I really... could literally see the gears turning outside your head. <laughs> I thought they were the same. Uh, Microsoft has also announced a lot of games over the past few years. Um, we most recently saw Blade from Arcane. Uh, mm. I assume that's not coming out for a very long like time. Like twenty seven, they said. There you go. That sounds great. Uh, Wait, is that true? Some- yeah, twenty seven, twenty twenty five, twenty twenty six. Yeah, I mean it's the Deathloop team, and Deathloop came out two years ago, and games take fucking a decade to make now. So. Um, but uh, the heat off a of Redfall. <laughs> yeah, it worked. It was cool. It worked. Yeah. Um, they, uh, you know, we've we've seen Nick. You mentioned Contraband. We've seen Fable. We've seen Perfect Dark. Um, so exciting. Yeah, uh, you have to assume Coalition's working on something in the Gears universe. Uh, Halo might still be a thing. <laughs> they said they're working on the next the next thing. Whatever, whatever. I think, I think Halo. I think Halo is going to be exactly what I predicted way back at Escapist was. Infinite will remain the multiplayer platform going forward, and single player Halo will be whatever that ends up being. I don't, I don't like. I don't know why you put all this effort in Infinite if you're just going to drop it in two years. So, and people are loving Infinite now. So, you know, whatever, whatever you do with Halo, like it needs a forty dollars single player campaign be done with it i mean the the campaign in infinite was good like it was actually a lot of fun yeah it was i yeah i don't i don't disagree with that i i just wanted more level variety wanted more variety in the world is really all i needed i liked the story of it i like i liked where it was going i wanted more of it and they said nope we're gonna but I, i feel like all the changes they made have been for the better we're they seem to have figured out like the leadership team was the problem, swapped all them out. Multiplayer is back on track. People are really enjoying the multiplayer. Forge is exploding. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think they've got I think they've got the foundation set for the future finally. I feel like it's they're finally there. And they're getting it, they're being able to focus on content again and not fixing everything. Especially, especially if you have not tried the new netcode test server. Uh, which gets rid of all the desync issues they've had since launch. It plays fucking great now. Like every you shot, like, you every sound shot like Charlie lands. Brown every time he gets ready to kick that football. I, <laughs> I've been that playing a lot of girls playing a lot of away this having time. a good time. <laughs> you just wait till they take the football away. You end up in your ass. The pile of leaves. Uh, yeah, uh, RJ RJ Mark reminds me like the story was in the audio logs. Yes, I hated that too. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I liked I liked the direction where the end of the campaign went, <laughs> and then they're like. Yeah, you won't ever get to see more of this ring. It's like, well, okay. Uh, Casey, what game comes first? Fable? New Gears or Perfect Dark? Uh, you mean like which game will Microsoft get out of the door first? Or like my personal Yeah, well, what, what will you take first? I know which one you want. <laughs> <laughs> we all know which uh, one you want. Gears is, seems like the safest bet in terms of like what they can get out of the door. Like that's been just a tried and true uh, thing for them. Um. But after that, uh, it's a little hazy. Like, I feel like there's so much time has passed since they've done the restructuring for Perfect Dark and their team that we might get something. Uh, but I'm so I'm way less excited for what we'll get when we see that 
as I was uh, at the start because it seems like their their grand idea for a quadruple A studio was just bad. <laughs> like it just like they just put a ton of talented people together and there was just no synergy between them. So they were like, all right, well, let's just get a not as talented group of people together. I, I apologize, <laughs> I apologize for the connotation. But if we're looking at what was designed, let's get a less talented group of people who do know how to work together with the, whatever the main guy was and let's get them to do it. That's just less appealing in terms of what I wanted from like a new Perfect Dark. So I don't know, but I, we'll probably get Perfect Dark next and then uh, and then Fable will be will bring up the rear. And I have no expectations of Fable. Like it's, it's turn 10, right? Uh, so like a playground. studio. Oh, no, playground. playground, sorry, Playground. Yeah. <clears throat> so a studio that has never made a game like this before, but... The stuff that they've have made has been very good so it's just mm-hmm. i don't i'm not sure how to base what this might be but i only ever liked fable 2 like fable 3 was a bad game <laughs> so like I, I have no strong feelings one way or the other for fable so yeah um yeah i'll be curious because microsoft's also they now own Activision Blizzard, so mm. they're going to get a big bump when they inevitably release their Xbox blog and say, hey, all these games are going to be on Game Pass. And it's fucking 30 Call of Duty games, and it's Diablo 4, and it's some King, some Candy Crush. <laughs> <laughs> put, a, put them on Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, those are all going to be folded in, you know, just like all the Bethesda studios got folded in. Um you know, we'll 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 see. You know, I imagine maybe at some point this year we see what the Indiana Jones game from uh, Machine Games is. Maybe we see what ID's working on. Um, you know, there's a lot of lot of studios, a lot of games. Um, uh, they 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 do need to start hitting that cadence that they've been talking about for the last couple of years that they still haven't. Like at a certain point, it's like, why aren't you hitting? Like you have so many studios, something is wrong. And with those leaked memos or accidental whatever we want to call them with the the, the court documents they got yeah, like, it was clear that they are aware of the fact that they're like what's what's going on here like why why at a certain point you have no excuse i think i think they are at the point where they will start hitting that one triple a game a quarter that they want to do mm-hmm. um yeah i think i do i do think hellblade's closer than we think it is like i think we might see that by april well, they better get, and, I, and I think I think I think we're gonna see, I think yeah I think we're gonna see that by April and I think we're gonna see Towerborn in maybe as a shadow job in January but I could see that in March I could see I could see Hellblade two in March too because I think March isn't super packed yet they gotta they should, they should get started on this weekend <laughs> <laughs> I'm like nervous for them in this hypothetical situation <laughs> I feel like um, yeah, I mean Microsoft with Game Pass just doesn't need a ton of marketing cycle around their games anymore yeah like we just have I mean, there hasn't been aside mm. from Starfield they just haven't done a huge marketing push for really any of their games they haven't had a huge game yeah like what other about. than Starfield what would they have given yeah, us sort of I mean, yeah they had Forza but I know we, you guys don't care about Forza but yes Forza is still niche like as good as it is and yeah. like as well regarded as it is like it's still niche it's a, it's a racing sports thing yeah no they haven't I don't think they've had that big award winning game to push yet yeah. yeah we'll see we'll see what happens with that everything will be fine with OD Uh, everything everything will be perfectly fine uh before we jump off of microsoft i just want to say there is something in the water in that microsoft will get third-party help like for example this kojima od thing right they'll get third-party help from someone and like they'll 
to play around with Microsoft's money, do something kind of experimental, kind of interesting, but like ultimately kind of a test bed. And then they'll go off to wild success as soon as they're out of Microsoft. Sunset Shadow. Overdrive? Sunset Overdrive, uh, Remedy. Uh, yeah, that's a fun. I mean, there's a world where Alan Wake 2 was an exclusive, was an Xbox exclusive. <laughs> yeah, Xbox. Like Xbox that really and Control. Screw the pooch on yeah. Insomniac and Remedy. <laughs> they yeah, could have had. This keeps happening. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, this Kojima game, b- based on that track record, it's going to be just some weird BS that people forget about. And then he'll do a uh, death drive. And then that'll be the best thing that's ever. Well done, Kojima. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Very impressed. Yeah, I think, Thank I you so think, much. I think the thing to remember about Microsoft is just like, with Sony, they're they're chasing a very specific audience that enjoys their single-player games, where Microsoft goes for a very broad appeal audience. And it's easy to forget, like games like Sea of Thieves and State of Decay 2 and Halo and everything, Forza, 10, most of those games have 10 million plus players. <laughs> so, I mean, there's yeah, still, kind of wild to think about. Yeah, their their games are actually doing very good. The games that they have continued to support, like it always blows my mind at how many players are actually still playing State of Decay 2. And then you go look at all the updates they've given. And like, you know, when State of Decay, State of Decay 3 comes out, like that's going to be a big hit for Microsoft if they do it right. How many of those players do you think moved on to the day before? Uh, <laughs> negative 100. Oh, no. Not negative 100. Yeah. Uh, they refunded it before they even bought it. There you go. Uh, before we move on to, to Nintendo, uh, a couple super chats. Uh, Pattern Pike, $2 dono. Thank you so much. H-N-Y, H-N-Y to you, too. HBD 2023. Uh, Casey and Marty, are you planning to finish Devil May Cry? Pattern Pike, where have you been? Yeah. Well, it was actually we haven't played for like two weeks because it was the holiday. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yes, we are we are back to our regular Thursday uh, seven p.m. Central time slot for Devil May Cry. We are we are jamming our way through Devil May Cry two. We uh, are going to be doing our third session tomorrow. Is that right? Something. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's your third session. That game sucks, but it's slow. But but it's short. <laughs> Sorry, not slow. No, it is slow, but. Yeah, that yeah. game sucks. Yeah, DMC two can just suck too. <laughs> but. Afterwards, Devil May Cry 3. Yeah, I'm excited about yeah. that one. And 4 yeah. is very good, too, I heard. Uh, also no, heard that. Like 4, I think people like 5, right? I've not heard bad things about 4. I've never heard, heard bad a single four. bad thing about four, 4. 4 is the one I knew everybody liked. I didn't remember everybody liked 3. <laughs> no, 3? I thought 3 and 5. I thought they were the odd boys. Uh, but we're going to find out for ourselves. Uh, and then some person with a 499 dono. Thank you so much, some person. Happy New Year, nerds. Trio of emojis. Incredibly rude. Uh, thank you so much, some some person. And then Kyo Kyo Disaster with a $10 dono. Thank you so much. Uh, remember all of your donations uh, for the foreseeable future on all of our streams uh, are going towards that funding goal of Adventures Nice Season 4 on location very soon. Way too soon. Oh my god, we need to prepare. Uh, question. Of the new games ready to be released this year, or at least set up for this year, what games do you think will disappoint, succeed, or even become Game of the Year? Sorry about the day before, Nick. It suck. <laughs> you don't have to be sorry to me. I, I said it was gonna suck sorry nick years sorry nick it's <laughs> okay nick. we know we know how excited you were oh, uh wait are we gonna do we want to just put a, 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 a line in the sand right now what's goatee what's 2024 Goody? what's game of the year for 2024 yeah, um hollow knight silk song boom okay nick what's goatee this year i gotta look at the list <laughs> oh you gotta go with your heart uh i have to remember everything that's coming out because there's a lot of stuff uh that, that I'm gonna. I'm gonna. 
I'm going to go on a little bit of a weird one here, and I'm going to say Final Fantasy Rebirth. I think it's possible. I think it's possible. <laughs> I'm, go- I'm going with uh, Metaphor Refantasio. The yeah. Persona boys have done it again. <laughs> Listen, the Persona boys getting out of their high school. Can you imagine? Can you absolutely imagine? Uh, we'll be talking about those games soon, but first, Nintendo. You guys remember Nintendo? Uh, yes. Yeah. And uh, all the remakes and remasters. Uh, Nick, I fucking saved it. What'd you do? I have I have receipts on you. Why? Why? Well, but first, but first off, Nintendo. Uh, I do. God, I wish now. I would have had this fucking cued. I'm, I'm worried wish, now. I wish <laughs> I would have had this cued. Oh, I fucked up. I fucked up. What's the receipt? I can't even ask you to I don't like. I want to get canceled. <laughs> I can't even ask you to like stall for time because I'm the one who did this. <laughs> oh, oh my god, it sucks. Chad's gonna want to know too, so you gotta find whatever. Yeah, like you, you threw this. Into yeah, the, you know the, what? You, you pulled this on me earlier. No, I'm looking for it. I'm gonna tell everyone, but before we do that, yeah, uh, Nintendo has a goes. <laughs> Nintendo. No, there was a you right around at some point during Christmas break. They announced something, and you tweeted, "Just make a remaster of this." And Fuck. it was about something about how excited you were. Do you remember what it was? No. It was like a first party Sony. <laughs> oh, God thing. of War. <laughs> oh, God of War. You were like, oh, yeah, Sony just remastered God of War 1, 2, and 3. That's all we want. I can't play them any other way. Uh, yeah, uh, the, so the, la- the last remaster you can't play was them on any PS3. Other way. Oh, yeah. and so Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. You could easily play that, right? Because you carry around yeah. your fucking GameCube by its yeah, handle all the time. Carry, <laughs> emulation, dog. You can emulate God of War games. No, you can't because the PS3 is notoriously hard to emulate. You need super powerful hardware to do it. Get bent. Nick, you have a Nintendo bias. You have a Nintendo bias. You have a Nintendo blind spot and you have a Nintendo bias. I was playing Breath of the Wild or uh, Tears of the Kingdom most of my break. So take your bias and shove it. Uh, but yeah, Nintendo uh, has a handful Eric, of games uh, announced for the yeah, first. Eric, <laughs> for the first port, Eric's going hog wild. Eric's going nuts. Uh, first quarter of the year, uh, we have the uh, uh, the the Trace Memory uh, Collection, uh, uh, a remaster remake of uh, old DS games. Uh, so you know, these are smaller things. Princess Peach, uh, Showtime, uh, which I'm actually really excited for because it looks like it's weird Nintendo, which I love. Uh, Mario versus DK, again, small. It's a little remake. I know Nick doesn't like those. And then Thousand Year Door, uh, uh, Luigi's Mansion 2. Uh, those games, all these games are fine. All these games are fine. I I'm, I'm, want to play the Thousand Year Door remake, so. So certain remakes are fine. And other ones aren't. I bought the Super Mario RPG remake, too. Did you play it? No. All you had to do was buy it. He's job done. Yeah. <laughs> job done. Nintendo happy. I'm getting uh, there. <laughs> but I mean this 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 year is just about the hardware, right? This year has to be about the new to. console. It has to, yeah. right? Did you see the speculation? Like to. some uh some venture capitalist analyst, something like that, was like, Oh, it's the next console is probably just gonna be an iteration rather than like a brand new whatever. Good. Like good. Yeah. I mean, but isn't this always the trap? Like People predict the thing that makes sense, and then Nintendo goes away with the <laughs> like they just do whatever the hell they want. It's never the thing you think makes sense. I, well, correct me if I'm wrong, but the Wii the Wii U biggest issue was that it did not have third party support. No, really, by no. anybody. 
that was we not use the Wii U's big issue is its game sucked and no one bought it. Well, <laughs> that that too, but it also didn't have third party support. <laughs> the Wii the Wii U was the rare double down yeah. on the last idea, which is something Nintendo never does. But that's how wildly successful the Wii was. Which again, I I, I stand by the Wii was a fluke. <laughs> the Wii was an absolute fluke. Nintendo did not. Plan I don't remember that. very many good games on the Wii either. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> They doubled down on the success of just that, and that's how you got the Wii U, which basically laid bare how terrible the first one was. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but the, it, like yeah. if you double down on the Switch, though, it's like only making it... I, I, like, I'm, I am worried about like what a gimmick looks like for the Switch. Don't do a I, gimmick. Don't do a gimmick. Just make, don't, it, don't, just make it more powerful. Yeah, that's the, all the, you need to do. Yeah, I think, and I, I do think that's what they're going to do. I don't think there's a, like, the Switch is sold and continues to sell mm-hmm. so, so, so well. It'd be stupid to not just continue that. And with the the way they set up the shop and all the digital purchases now, because the Wii and the Wii U were not digital age yet, mm-hmm. or games, like, now you need a system that can just transfer over all your indie games. Nintendo knows their platform is the indie platform primarily over anything else. I yeah, I can't I cannot see them. Is <laughs> we we always say can't see them doing something, but it's Nintendo. But I do think yeah. like I do think Nintendo has learned their lesson hardcore from the Wii Wii U of like. I mean, let's that's just where stick. I, that's where I disagree. Nintendo has never learned their lesson. <laughs> I can't. What what gimmick would they go with now though? Because like the 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 gimmick with the Wii's was the touch stuff. And the motion controls. And now and you have the Switch, which is yes, like a perfect piece of hardware. <laughs> where it's both like, oh, it's a home console and it's a it's a handheld console. With the handhelds, they have and your joy and your Joy-Cons have motion. Yeah. Like they got, it's all in one. What like they're gonna add a second screen to it. That's what they're gonna do. Go back to the Yeah, they, <laughs> they did that already, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I see it being uh I see it being the same but more. In that the the jump to Super Nintendo, same but more, the jump to the Game Boy Advance, same but more, the jump to the three DS, same but more. Um mm. I, I think it is that because they are coming off a home run and because yeah, um, they never yeah, they never really fucked up with their handhelds. Yeah, the handhelds are a lot more linear in that way. So like yeah, if they're treating yeah. this like handheld success. Then there's a yeah. there's a stronger argument for that sort of thing, but yeah, um, I, I don't know. Nintendo is such a wild card. Like, I... <laughs> yeah, they really they really are, and um, you know, there's there's some things we can predict that they're working on a, a the next core 3D Mario game, which um, you know, the Mario Wonder team was not the team that did Mario Odyssey and uh, uh, you know Bowser's Fury, and Mario Odyssey came out in 2017, the the year that the the we or the Switch launched. So um, there's a very good chance we see whatever that is. Um, they it feels like it is time to do something new with Mario Kart. It has been 10 years since <laughs> Mario Kart 8. And yes, Mario Kart 8 is uh, just it's sold better than literally every video game we've mentioned today. Uh, it is uh, it is a behemoth. Why, 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 wouldn't, than- why wouldn't they just keep Mario Kart 8 and just up up the frame rate of it on the new one? If it's, they just released then they just release more tracks for it. They were officially yeah, the final, yeah, the final yeah, set of tracks. Final done with it. Yeah. I, I, don't yeah, know, I, get, point, I say like, that. I say that. But if you can just resell everybody on all those tracks again, like Marty, then you know why not? <laughs> I don't know. Weren't you talking about Skyrim just a little while ago? <laughs> I haven't rebought it ten times. <laughs> uh, Nick, you just said you were going to buy 
The Last of Us 2 Remastered, Mm-mm. just so you don't have to move your PlayStation. <laughs> oh, but then we found part- out it wasn't on PC, so you can't do it. Yeah, no, yeah. I bought Part 1 Remastered. So oh, that was, that was to stream it. for work. No, because you didn't want to move your place to fucking everyone cancel. Just cancel your cancel your Patreon. So we don't deserve it. Mm. <laughs> we don't deserve mm-hmm. it. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, aside from the 3D Mario game, we have uh, Metro Prime 4, which has been it's been fucking somewhere. <laughs> it's been somewhere. To this day, uh, we've not seen anything more than that uh, title screen, right? Yeah, what a title screen it was, though. What an absolute title screen. Uh, oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> I, remember yeah seeing, I remember seeing that a decade ago. You got to keep looping it. Looping it that four, got to keep looping. Um, and then, uh, you know, Retro might also be working on something else because we don't know who's developing that game anymore. So I've been replaying. Uh, so I bought, a, I bought a, don't tell Nintendo, I bought a, a hacked 3DS that's just got every game on it ever. Every every handheld game on it ever. Been replaying Donkey Kong Country Returns, the 3DS port. Delightful. Mm. What a delightful game. Nice. Uh, Retro, really good at making games. Maybe they should keep doing that. What if we made another one? What what was the last retro tropical game? Was Freeze. it the Tropical? Okay. Yeah. Oh, you, you, was, the, you know what? The, that was the game. Wii that was for the U game. That's still that was for the forty dollars. <laughs> Fuck you, Nintendo. I hate you <laughs> so much. That was a while ago, actually. What are you mad at? Nick, you gotta get got got, got oh, hundred dollar fast pass. Tropical free, tropical free fast pass is still forty dollars for a remaster. They're playing Call of Duty games. What you can't you can't even you like Call of Duty two is still like twenty dollars when it's oh. not on sale. <laughs> That's weird. That's <laughs> probably uh, Bobby, Bobby Pockets issue. <laughs> uh, it's not anymore. Not there anymore. anymore. Yeah. Uh, my uh, my big hope is uh, this year is uh, Earthbound's 30th anniversary, and mm-hmm. uh, they've they've been slowly rolling out a uh, interview series with Miyamoto and Itoi, the creator of Earthbound, uh, who's kind of just retired from. He's just fucking chilling now, which is great. Like that's a what a way to live. Um, and uh, uh, my my thought is that they got something brewing. Maybe they got something cooking. Well, Earthbound, remember those? You know those Smash Bros. characters, Casey. What if they? Come yeah, back? I love them. Yeah, what's we'll to come back? Like at, in their own games. Do you want the? I, I thought, I thought the reason like Nintendo couldn't do anything with them was because Itoi was like, no, <laughs> like he has some sort of like control over that IP in particular, and he just doesn't want to. Yeah, I don't think they're. Um, it was that, and I think it was like Iwata was involved in them, and he almost said like, "Listen, Itoi has." Carte blanche. Like, if Ito doesn't want shit to happen, it doesn't happen. Right. Like, uh, but I think the, I think we're seeing a lot of artists as they get to to their um, twilight years. They start thinking about their past. They start thinking about their legacy. They start thinking about what what to leave their families. And I think at that point, you start being like, maybe maybe Miyazaki isn't retired. Maybe Hayao Miyazaki is coming out and he's got one more. And the message of that movie is, my son shouldn't make art. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You guys, I've seen the boy and the heron. No, but I haven't. It is. Hey, you made that one movie, and it was very bad. Please don't make movies anymore. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> that's my take on it. I think everyone else's take is different, but that was my take on the boy and the heron. Um, wow. So yeah, I'm hoping we get more, uh, more Earthbound, Earthbound, anything. Yeah, just release Mother sixty four. Do whatever you want. Just, just give me something. PK Fire. I want new IP from Nintendo. I just want F Zero. A, a real one. I want new IP. 
something new. How come you say that about Nintendo and you don't say that about other studios or other first parties? My Xbox has a ton of new IPs coming. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, to be fair. They they got Valve. They got uh, the other one. (laughs) (laughs) We talked about Fable, Gears, Halo, Hellblade, Perfect Dark, uh, everything Activision, everything Bethesda. Like, No, they do... You know what? They announced a bunch of stuff, but I think we already know some of that stuff has died on the vine. Like, uh, High Five Rush. Rush is new. Yes. New. What was the what was the other uh, the Sea of Stars dev? Not Sea of Stars. Sea of Thieves dev. Oh, Everwild. Uh, Everwild. Everwild. Yes. It's not dead. It's not they dead. It. No, they rebooted it. Into into what? It never came out for it. It didn't boot. How do you reboot it? They they rebooted it. What the Jeff Grubbs rumor on it was going to be more like Viva Pinata. So I, you know what? I'm all behind that. Did you dream this, Nick? I have not heard anything about this. Google it. You know what Viva Pinata is? A new IP, Nick. (laughs) It never booted. I'm still thinking about it. (laughs) Yeah, grounded is new. Uh, Nick the OG, $2 dono. Thank you so much. Welcome back, gents. Hope you got some good rest. Thank you so much, Nick. Appreciate it. I didn't. I'm regretting coming back. Oh, be honest. <laughs> uh, Blue McD's nuts with the $5 dono. Thank you so much, Blue. Miyamoto J. Jonah. VR. Psh, RV mode. The Switch 2 is a race car now with smell vision You can brush your teeth with it and sleep in a game. with. Uh, my. I have a 1% worry that they're going to do something crazy. 1% worried Nintendo's going to do something wild. 99% they're going to be fine. They'll yeah, be Starfield fine. with a new IP. They'll be fine. Sure. Starfield it, was a new IP, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like oh. I, I feel like you and I have very different Red, definitions. Redfall of, was a new IP. Redfall was a new IP. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> no, let's stop naming new IPs. This hurts now. <laughs> I mean, I feel okay. Pentiment was new is a good call because <laughs> this probably isn't this probably isn't uh, um, fair. If your game is just the same as all your old games, but with a different genre coat of paint on it, it to me, it's not a new IP. Like yeah. that's just a Bethesda game, which is an that's IP a new IP itself. light. Yeah, diet new IP, zero calorie <laughs> new IP. Um, King Commoner with the $5 dono. Thank you so much. I'll be happy if Nintendo can put out a system that can actually play their games at a decent frame rate. They could play their games at a decent frame rate. They just can't play everyone else's games. <laughs> um, you know what game is great? Pikmin 4. No one's talking about Pikmin 4. Let me tell you. Yeah, at That's, all. Oh, yeah, I did start that. I never finished it. Do you know what I realized? My There's favorite genre of games. That game's too my long. favorite genre of games? Little Strategies. Dude in the Big World. Little oh, dude no, yeah, you said this world. before. Yeah. Little Dude in a Big World. Pikmin. Top three little dude in a big world games. Go. Uh, number three, Pikmin 4. Number two, Tinykin. Number one, Chibi Robo for the GameCube, which I've been mm. playing over break. And look who came in the mail today. It's him. It's Chibi Robo. Oh, nice. He is the cutest little dude. And he's just running around. And it turns out the house he's running around, you start learning. And I think the parents are getting divorced in the house, which I'm like, oh, this game isn't fun anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a really colorful game. And it's like, oh, the dad's sleeping in the living room. And I'm like, why is the dad sleeping in the living room? And they're getting in a gnarly fight. And I think it's because they bought a chippy robo. Like, the parents going to get divorced because of you, which is incredible. You all those, wow. The, all those Pikmin likes, but you haven't played Wild Heart or Wild at Hearts? The Wild at Heart. The yeah. Wild at Heart. No, I played it. I absolutely played it. I played it on oh. Casey's recommendation on his review. I loved it. I thought oh. it was great. Yeah. Give me more you of those games. You weren't tiny, though. So that, that, that no, you pit. threw you threw little things. Yeah. Um, like you weren't a tiny guy in a big world. Yeah. Yeah. 
but yeah, it was it was great. Uh, yeah, see, good blood. Shout out to Heineken. Java knows nice. what's going on. Heineken nice. was great. Uh, and then uh, Pat and Pike with a two dollar dono. Thank you so much. Nintendo's new gimmick console runs Steam Deck OS. <laughs> People keep saying like, "Oh, this is it. Valve Valve's ruined Steam's li- or uh, Switch's life." And I'm like, just look at the sales. No, they haven't. <laughs> yeah, like, like the Steam Deck. I love my Steam Deck, but like, oh, they're not even playing the same sport. And yeah, like the the, the Steam the Steam Deck people's argument is always like, well, I can emulate all of the Switch stuff or whatever. I was well, like, crimes, I can emulate all the Switch stuff. Yeah, but like crimes don't change the fact games. that it's outselling. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're doing crimes. How can you be doing crimes? Uh, wait, Eric, is Hotel Transylvania Four a Pikmin clone? Is that real? Huh? What? I don't know. Eric messaged me to say there was a Hotel Transylvania Four game that's a Pikmin clone. And if that's the case, does that have Adam Sandler's voice? Does Adam Sandler in a Pikmin like? That sounds wonderful. I could absolutely get behind that. Sandman, Grown Ups, Uncut Gems. I I I don't click. know where to begin to form an opinion on any of that. You be Halloween. Start at click. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. Do you want to move on to third party? Uh, sure. Speaking of uh, Hotel Transylvania Four, probably developed by a third party. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine it was a third party, right? Um, there's a bunch of games. I listed them all. We don't got to do them all, uh, but I'm just curious uh, of the ones I have on this list. What 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 stands out to you guys? Are there any that you're that you're jonesing for? Are there any are there any developers or any publishers that you're excited for? Hollow Knight Silk Song. Oh, I care about more than that, but I do care a lot about Hollow Knight Silk Song. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Uh, do we like they 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 said this year. Right, the last time they told us anything, like that number showed up, or did I dream that? I mean, why would you believe them? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. After a certain amount, this is like sucking cause fallacy of hype, right? Like it's been so long, it, it has to come out eventually, right? So if they said if they say twenty twenty four, why not? The last game also took a stupid long time, and it did come out, and it was great. So like, I don't know. I think it'll come out. the amount of money they made at Hollow Knight, I'd take all the time you need on Silk Song. So, and they have, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's tough with a with a immediate sensation like that. I do not. Um, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not envious of of uh, them of Team Cherry. I'm not envious of uh, uh, you know the Outer Wilds team. I'm not envious of. Uh, of uh, the Undertale follow-up, you know, Delta Rune. I'm not envious of Hotel Chocolatier. Like these are games that are going to be the, the follow-up to Stardew Valley. Like when you have a game that is a seminal genre-defining, era-defining game, following it up, and it's like your first game and you're an indie, following it up seems like a monumental task. Unless, here's the one exception, Hotel Transylvania 4. God damn it, Eric. We were seconds away, we're seconds away from getting there. Because I... I was one second away. Yeah. Unless you're Hotel Transylvania 4, in which case, uh, you did it. You did it. You followed up. There's no sophomore slump there because of uh, Adam Sandler's Dracula and his friends. I haven't seen any of those movies. I don't know what they're about. Yeah, they're definitely not about whatever this game is, though. But It does look like a Pikmin-like, which is great. If it you does. listen to this podcast on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts, welcome. We apologize. But this is the kind of stuff you can get if you tune in at <laughs> YouTube.com slash... <laughs> Second win group. I don't, second win group. There you go. I didn't know what our address was. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah, what uh, uh, aside from aside from Silk Song, what do we got? What are we what are we jonesing for? Uh, well, uh, one of them I can't talk about because we're currently previewing it. Uh, but without saying what it is, uh, I can already tell it's going to be one of those games that hits very well in the spring. Um, it's it's just really good. So keep on the okay. lookout for a specific uh, game. On the West Coast, I guess, is what I'll give you the hint for. <laughs> you realize you could talk about a game vaguely <laughs> and reference the game. But I'm having more fun keeping that. people question what it is. It's Pacific Drive. The game's Pacific Drive. Off. Uh, well, you know what? Either get better at being coy <laughs> or we're going to make embargoes. Uh, like, I, I personally... Like, I can't just say that I'm excited for this game because I'm going to sound like a corporate chill, but I am actually very excited for Prince of Persia, <laughs> The Lost so Crown. Yeah, that's like the first big game of the year. Yeah, like that's coming very soon. Yeah. Disclosure, KC works at Ubisoft. For anybody yes, listening. I'm a community manager for Ubisoft in case people didn't know that. Yeah, but yes, and you were the I model for Prince of Persia. I'm, a, I'm also, I'm also <laughs> excited funny to say that. I'm also excited to play this game and... Uh, it still weirds me out that they haven't continued to mention this from the team. I, I don't know how much of the team is left from Rayman Legends and Origins, but at least the studio behind that game is behind the new Prince of Persia game, and they have not yeah. mentioned it once, and I don't know yeah. why. Ubisoft Montpellier. I really don't know why. Uh, yeah, hard yeah, to say. But other, other third-party games I'm really looking forward to. Uh, definitely looking forward to uh, No Rest for the Wicked, the new game from the Ori studio. That trailer really really excited me um from the game awards uh they actually reached out to us today to put us in the in the reaction trailer they're doing for it uh so i guess we'll see ourselves reacting to that in their trailer uh was i doing fist bumps yeah i don't know i don't know what you're Hell doing yeah, yeah i sure might have been doing a jerk in motion uh, excuse me <laughs> um <laughs> I am also looking. I'm just looking at the list of why I'm like uhing a lot. Uh, Baby Steps. Baby Steps looks fucking hilarious, and I cannot wait to play that. That looks like a very stupid game to stream that we're gonna have too much fun with. Uh, uh, uh Black Black me, me being like, No, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just gonna chime in that me being like a, a Capcom uh, fanboy at the moment because they they have not missed for anything they've dropped. Dragon's Dogma Two looks really really cool. I never got a chance to get into the first one, but the second one looks like it's it, like it's going to be a banger, honestly. Yeah, they just uh, it's IGN's first for the month and they just put up a bunch of gameplay and it looks. Oh, sick. I need to check that out. I, did I need to that. I need to go watch more of that because like I, I could never get into Dragon's Dogma one, even though I like the combat of it. But like the world bored the hell out of me. Weirdly enough, like I read the entire like Wikipedia thing for the story for Dragon's Dogma and its DLC because I was just weirdly entranced in like I heard one specific thing about its story and then went and read the whole thing and found it super actually like interesting. <laughs> so like I know what happens in Dragon's Dogma, so I'm just gonna jump into two with no mm-hmm. qualms. You're like someone who doesn't like to see horror movies but reads the Wikipedia description. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's uh, it's it's uh, it's a big year for for the AAA third parties as well as the uh, the little indies. Um, like we got, we mentioned Final Fantasy earlier. That's obviously a big one in uh, February. Uh, Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League is also coming out at the beginning of February, um, which I feel like is has an up uphill battle. They've been doing these little directs mm. every once in a while, and it just doesn't feel like I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm 
I need to I'd watch that I'm, newest direct because people people have been saying on social media like that newer direct sold them a bit more on the game. Yeah, I feel that way at least. Yeah, I if, they've been showing us more of like the story stuff, which is getting me more interested. I yeah, it, it may it may be one of those games that like just a really really bad game trailer that they use to show off like what the game is. But I still don't. I I need to go watch it direct because I feel like I don't know what the game is still. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm very worried for that game and for uh, Rocksteady. Yeah, mm. yeah. With all yeah. the layoffs, it is not a time to uh, have a uh, big live service game at the scale fail. Yep. Uh, which is a bummer. Uh, also, beginning of February, we got Persona Three Portable or Persona Three Reload. <clears throat> Sorry, the tenth Persona Three game, uh, <laughs> which I'm really excited for. I think this can be a lot of people's first, uh, first, a lot of modern Persona fans' first foray into Persona Three, which is a which is a slightly darker, more mature take on Persona. Uh, that'll be a big one. Sega's got actually a big next couple months lined up. I already mentioned how Metaphor Refantasio, which probably isn't coming out till the end of the year, but that is the core Persona Three, Four, and Five team going to do their own uh, uh, new IP, which looks like the most stylish thing I've ever seen. Uh, but then RGG Studio uh, has, I know, like, we seems like we got a lot of uh, Yakuza, uh, like a dragon, last year, which we did. But finally, like, the next core one is coming out at the end of this month in uh, uh, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, which I think mm. looks so fucking cool. And I'm so excited. Everything they show, it is just more games glommed onto it. Like, now they're like, oh, there's also, like, there's just a full, a full Pokemon game in here. There's, like, a full Wait, Monster Club. On top game. of the Animal Crossing the stuff Animal Crossing. they showed? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Jeez. Listen, they, if they do a little guy in a big world in there, <laughs> kidding me? We're done. Oh We're done. We could just, uh, we could, we could uh, lock it up for the year. And then uh, I'm really excited about Unicorn Overlord, which uh, is, is not the best video game name, but it is uh, the next game by Vanillaware, the uh, studio who did um, uh, like Muramasa and uh, most and recently Dragon's 13 Crown. Sentinels. Yeah, Dragon's Crown. Right, yeah. And uh, most recently 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim which uh, was one of my favorite games the last few years. And this one looks like their take on uh, kind of like a Fire emblem S game, like a big kind of medieval fantasy uh, tactics, broad sweeping epic, a ton of characters, like looks like their take on like a Thrones or a, or a Fire Emblem, which in with their incredible art style. So um, they kind of don't miss, honestly. Um, yeah, Odin Sphere, they're, uh, they're, I don't know if that was their first game, but the first game I ever thought about them with. Um, but yeah, I think uh, a lot of a lot of Japanese studios released some bangers, uh, including what we have in the art. It's Elden Ring. Oh right, the, the art we is didn't... Elden Ring. Oh, sure? <laughs> yeah, we time yeah, to we Elden Ring. Ninety-one that. minutes. <laughs> um, we had a lot of restraint there. We did. I'm proud of us. Do we think that we 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 think that's this year? We're 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 comfortable in saying that's this year. I'm yeah. kind of confident. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh. I think it's I think it's like an August release. You're very specific with your months. Just, I don't know. It just seems like the time when From Software likes to release their games. I mean, I know Elden Ring came out in February, but you typically they're like kind of back half of the year, right before the holiday, not right before the holiday rush, but a little bit before, like after the summer rush. Um, but yeah, that, that was that was kind of like next on my list of games with like Black Myth Wukong, Flintlock, The Siege of Dawn, Warhammer Space Marine 2, and then whatever Elden Ring or Shadow of the Earth Tree is like I'm. Ready to jump back in the Memorial Den Ring, whatever that ends up being. Like, is is this a uh, FromSoft had two releases last? Not no, not last year. No, they just had the one. 
It had the one. It was I'm sorry. It, yeah. Elden Ring was two years ago. Yeah. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if they wait all the way till August, will will we see something else? Like, because I feel like they have enough team to do that. I mean, like yeah. Armored Core, like just had I think uh, some small updates recently, but like th- there's room there for something bigger down the line if they're working on it. I don't, yeah, I don't think so this soon. Yeah, I mean, I'd be surprised if we get if we get Armored Core DLC before the. Um, Elden Ring expansion. That being said, it sounds like the Elden Ring expansion is big, is like uh, very, is like more than just like, oh, here's some extra bosses in a new zone. Like, it sounds like it's like almost going mm-hmm. to be a thing, uh, which makes sense because I mean, that was far and away their most successful game, their best selling game. Uh, like, that game sold way better than I ever thought a From Software game would. Uh, and so, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. yeah I, bet that, I bet that DLC is going to be like 30 bucks. Yeah, I mean, they could charge full price for it, and I think people would. No one's gonna say <laughs> yeah. no. Yeah, no one's gonna say no if they're like, "Here's 25 hours of Elden Ring." You're like, yes, mm, I will. Yeah. I will do that. Um, yeah, that, that sounds plausible. There will probably be another Sekiro bump this year when Microsoft decides to do that Activision Game Pass thing. Mm-hmm. True, that is an Activision game, which is weird. Yeah, it's weird. I like one of the weirdest games Activision has ever published. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bobby Bobby Pockets knew how to get good. No, he did not. He probably did not know that they ever, like he didn't know what yeah, that was, was they were doing. That. They they're like FromSoft is a uh, they got skin in the game. Let, yes, we'll pay for whatever you do next. And it was Sekiro. Mm-hmm. And it was like we can't we can't turn this into Call of Duty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How do we get DLC for Sekiro? You don't. Yeah. Okay, we don't ever want to work with you again. <laughs> That's kind of what happened. I feel like. Yeah. Uh. Also, uh, also in Japan, uh, Konami, <laughs> which there, there. Well, that's going back to that super chat about uh, what do we think will be one of the most disappointing projects of the year? <laughs> uh, which one? Stuff. Which uh, one? Oh, that or Metal Gear? You can do it. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Silent Hill Two is uh yeah. I, I think, I think I'll be, I think I'm wrong. I think, I think. I think Bloober knows how important it is to not fuck this game up. Whether or not Konami says otherwise, I think is <laughs> the question. Yeah. I because mean, one thing knowing that you shouldn't fuck something up and another thing not fucking it up. Yeah. Like, I don't think people go into these projects with bad intentions. Um, no, no, I just, yeah, it's a matter of like, they haven't, uh, Bloober's never made a action heavy horror game and it kind of feels like that's the direction konami wants them to take this since more resident evil than silent hill not that silent hill didn't have action or anything but you know just didn't have a lot of it yeah yeah um, yeah. Mm. yeah i'm curious i mean last year we got uh <clears throat> a pair of pretty faithful remakes of classic horror games in dead space and resident evil 4 uh and it feels like those kind of set a bar for like this is what we expect from this and so i think uh both Silent Hill and Metal Gear Solid 3 Delta, even though obviously that's a different genre, um, have kind of big shoes to fill with their respective games. Uh, because if you make a one-to-one remake, they might feel quaint and, and antiquated. If you uh, modernize them too much, their respective fan bases will go fucking insane. Uh, and so those are games, unlike Dead Space and Resident Evil 4, like those are games I do not... 
I'm going to play them. I'm looking forward to them out of curiosity, um, but I just don't know. It feels like a lose-lose situation in my mind. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm hoping Bluebeard Team surprises everybody, like really nails it with the Silent Hill 2 remake. The the Metal Gear the Metal Gear 3 one, I'm not I like I don't I don't particularly care about that one so much. Yeah. Yeah, that from what they've shown at least, that just looks like a graphical overhaul. Like I'm not seeing anything else about that that would make me go, "Oh, this is an interesting way to like re-experience it. other than the fact that you it's hard to play that game in particular well no it's not actually not anymore, not anymore. yeah it's not yeah, yeah. so yeah. very easy to play that game now yeah. no, never mind <laughs> yeah um yeah but it's just one of those things like do that's a uh batter skull like what do we have to trust like why should we trust konami right now which that's something konami has to do like konami has yeah, to like you gotta earn that yeah you gotta earn that um i am more excited for uh silent hill um I almost said Ascension. God damn it. Uh, Townfall and uh, F, the two other projects that were announced in the Silent Hill universe alongside uh, Ascension, which hopefully just set a low bar. Like, maybe it's all uphill from there. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Time is uh, in a weird spot. Do we expect to hear something about a Castlevania project? There's been rumors for a while yeah. about them doing maybe. something with it. Yeah. Because... Like of of all the stuff that they've had in their back catalog, Castlevania was the one that they were actually using, like as a Netflix series, which is really good. It's weird that they weren't like chopping at the bits to get some sort of game synergy with that. Yeah, they've been using it as a Netflix, and they've been uh, they've always been very on the ball with uh, collections, remasters of old games, mm-hmm. like having the original games, having the they released the advance the the three Game Boy Advance games uh, a year or two ago. Um, you know, people want them to do the DS ones. It's always harder to to just port DS games to normal consoles because if they utilize the second screen a lot, it's like, well, what the fuck do we do with this? Like, we have to rethink <laughs> this. It's not just right click, save as because that's what yeah, most I'm, video games are. I just I looked up uh, Mercury Steam because I remember. Well, they I think everybody kind of forgot that they made the Castlevania Lords of Shadow games, and then they yeah. also made Metroid Dread. Um, yeah, that was their first that was, game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Because nobody remembers Space Lords. No, I love that a was a game. Space Lord though. That that was a live service game that trugged along for years. But I, I they they're working on a dark fantasy action RPG, but it's it's partnered with Five Hundred Five Games, so it's not Castlevania. Oh, that would have mm. been interesting. They yeah, went from the Metroid to the Vania. Uh, but yeah, as Eric has in the corner, the they did put Castlevania in Dead Cells, like a pretty thorough uh, folding in of. Castlevania with a, a huge indie game, so that, that's just collecting a paycheck, though, right? <laughs> I remember, I remember, for us, was not too <laughs> thrilled with that. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, we reviewed it on Three MR. Did we? Yeah, remember that? I yeah, do. I don't remember that either. Yep, <laughs> we did. Oh. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see what uh, what what they have in store there. And then there's a ton of indies. I don't know. Are there any any on this list that stand out to you? Like we brought up stuff like Baby Steps. 80s too yeah uh nine souls which uh Mm, during like the steam summer uh tryout whatever whatever that thing is where you get all the demos Steam summer tryout (laughs) (laughs) Steam Uh, little league tryouts (laughs) (laughs) no yeah we we actually stream like a bunch in a row and nine souls like has held my attention ever since like it is Mm -hmm. a, a 2d action platformer that feels the closest to Sekiro than 
any other game I've played, like including oh, okay. like uh, Liza P, uh, Wulong, not Wolong. Yeah. yeah, like all these other ones that are like, oh, I want to be like Sekiro. Nine Souls actually feels like Sekiro, but in 2D. Like it is so cool, stylish. Uh, like the story that we got a little tidbit of in that that little demo we played was like super engaging. It's like yeah, it's kind of yeah. a, a weird retro, but also sci-fi universe. Like I I am super excited for that. I can't like every time I've checked on it since then, uh, there's has been no date. So I'm surprised to see it on this list. Did they add a date? Like, is it supposed to actually drop in 2024? No. So I just gathered a list of a bunch of indie games that I've been looking forward to. I, I dropped right. the lists in uh, the chat. And these are games that maybe they'll come out this year. Some of them have dates. Maybe they won't come out this year. Um, indie games are less, uh, you know, th- th- their publishers don't usually say a year and a half out. Oh, it's going to come out this year. Like, indie is very much yeah. going to be done when it gets done, uh, as we can see from, you know, something like... Uh, silk song but uh yeah there's a i mean there's a, there's a lot of good stuff on the horizon of all different genres some of them some of them sequels like sequels to you know games of the year like hollow knight and uh 80s too and then others um like uh, nick you mentioned uh no rest for the wicked earlier follow-ups to ori you know follow-ups to big games by by familiar mm-hmm. studios um yeah just a lot of a lot of a lot of good stuff out there that um I don't know when we get to the beginning of years i was talking about this in a meeting earlier uh we uh the exciting thing is to get to an end of the year so you take a look at the your favorite games of last year and to think what games that I li- did i literally not know existed at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. and so it's cool to be like well yeah while there's all these games that we know of uh that we're excited for there's undeniably going to be some of our favorite games of the year that we literally don't know exist that come mm-hmm. out of nowhere that's your like last year had had your day of the divers your cocoons your your dredges, you know, stuff that, you know, if you follow the right people on Twitter, maybe you had an eye on, on early footage or gifts or anything. But for a lot of people, it didn't know it exists. And all of a sudden, it disappears. Um, so I'm hoping we get a lot of those this year. One of the uh, interesting things about that Nine Souls game is from the same developer that made Devotion, which was that game that was banned That's by right, the Chinese the government. Game. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, very... <laughs> we streamed uh, that uh, two years ago. That was two years ago. Yeah. A very Does that different... mean we're banned by the Chinese government? <laughs> Probably <laughs> for streaming Nine Souls. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Casey, can't go to can't, can't go to China this year. Um, yeah, I don't. Do you do you guys see one of those indies that you think might be like the breakout hit? Do you think like uh, Nine Souls might be that? Like you know, every year seems like it has a handful of indies that really uh, like kind of if Nine Souls if Nine Souls releases, I think it's gonna make big waves. But like, mm-hmm. it's it's really hard to say with indies because like sometimes people just don't play them <laughs> yeah like they just never find out about them at all but like yeah if nine, uh, if nine souls gets in front of the right people uh hopefully we're the right people because i'm gonna play it if it comes out but like yeah. it that that game looks like it's gonna be a big big deal one that's uh not on the list that i think is already a big deal and it's going to be an even bigger deal when it does come out as a crossworn which looks almost exactly like hollow knight but from mm. different developers. Oh, uh, that's the one with like the the plague doctor that, mask thing. Yeah, yeah, and that game. I mean, it, people have been testing it from Kickstarter and singing it praises. So, uh, I think that's going to be a, a major hit when it does come out. Um, cool. But I, yeah, I think was it, was it called Crowsworn? Crowsworn. Mm. Yeah. Mouthful. Um, but yeah, I think. Uh, I think yeah, I think I think Pacific Drive uh, might be without breaking embargoes uh is 
feeling like to me like it's gonna be that next subnautica type game which is freaking huge Mm -hmm. um i'm excited for the plucky squire do you know why yeah because it looks you know incredible. I'm excited for it. Because <laughs> it's got it, small it, people in a little world. Yeah. <laughs> little dude in a big world. Big world. Nick's big got world. it. Big little world. dude in a big world. <laughs> What's that little dude doing there? Get out of there. It does look really cool, though. It looks like it's jumping through like a ton of different genres. And, yeah. Like, uh, art styles, even. Yeah. And like yes, the so, objects uh, in the room. You didn't have replaced on your list either. I uh, did not have replaced. No. Would you like to talk about replaced? No. I, it, it's obviously taking some delays because the developers were from Ukraine and Belarus. So, uh, lots of, you know, obviously the war going on over there has slowed down development for them. But, uh, every time people see that again, they go, they go ape shit over it. So same with yeah. the last night, which you have on your list, which I don't know. I don't know what that game is now. Like I follow the developer and like, he talks about it a lot. Just, I just feel like he's not showing it until it's done and ready. This is good. I think I can appreciate that. But then mm-hmm. it's like you will maybe you learned your lesson from showing it very early. But I guess if Microsoft offers you a spot at an E3 showcase, you kind of don't say you no. Take it. Yeah, you, yeah. you don't say no. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A ton of cool stuff. Just, uh, you know, it's it's we always keep our eye on on all those indie publishers, your your Annapurna's, your Devolver's, your Thunderfuls. That um, feels like there's more and more <clears throat> indie publishers that pop up. Yeah, throw NeoWiz on that list now. Like, yeah, honestly. Everything that they've come out with recently has been, like, good. Like, good. Yeah, Liza P and uh, Sanabi were both published by them. Yeah, yeah and they had uh, something prior to that as well that I was surprised and didn't realize was them. But I, I can't think of it right now. <laughs> those, uh, those, those big MMOs that everybody rails on are funding those games, so... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, listen, if you can make games I don't give a shit about, and if they fund the games I do give a shit about, then keep making the ones I don't care about. That's great. <laughs> that's, that's great. Like, absolutely. No that skin money. off my back. Yeah, one for them and then uh, one for us. Uh, I think cool. you're you thinking of Unsold, Casey. Yes, Unsold, yes. You also liked, you also liked Skull the Hero Slayer. That's them too, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they got some bangers in their repertoire. Pacemakers. Yeah. And, and Liza P was like the first kind of triple A feeling game from them. So like they've mm-hmm. they've kind of leveled up even. And like I, I they're one to watch. That's, that's all yeah. I say. There you go. Uh, before we move on to uh, uh, the things we've been playing and watching to wrap up the show. Uh, Zoe, two dollar dono. Thank you so much. 2024, the year of the super virtual boy. Can you imagine <laughs> Nintendo just went full VR. Next console, just only VR. Just burn your eyeballs right out of your head. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Chubbiest Thread, welcome to the Green Gang. And Jess P, welcome to the Tip Jar. Thank you all so much. Uh, Drew, thank you so much for the dono. Orion's belt is a huge waste of space. W-A-I-S-T. Orion's belt, a waste of space. Very good, Drew. <laughs> that was incredible. That might be, that might be a, a that's like a top five goof of the year so far. <laughs> Hasn't been a very long year. So Did you use that in real life? And then you was like, oh, this is really good. I had to come bring it to show my friends. So you use also, here. also works way better in text form. It's one of those jokes that only works in text form. Uh, thank you so much, Drew. Nixie, I've uh, been the Green Gang for a month. Thank you so much. Where is Golden Sun on Nintendo Switch Online? 23 my ass, Nintendo. They're just waiting. They're waiting. Don't worry. It's coming. Hmm. Isaac and all his pals are coming. Uh, and then John Blee, been a member for a month in the Green Gang. Thank you so much, John Blee. Just uh, want it known. Nick, have you seen RoboCop? No, the robotic cop. 
No. No. You had a lot of time over this did break. I watch, did I watch anything over break? What did I? Well, do? Nick, this is what we've been playing and watching. Let's t- let's talk about it. What have you been watching? I don't know. Okay, what have you been playing? I don't know if I watched anything. Trying to remember. I mean, I've been watching Reacher. <laughs> the second season of Reacher has been quite good. That's something. Uh, nice. He's still big. <laughs> he's, he's, he's still very big. Yeah, I would not huge. want to get in a fight with that man. He this, he breaks a season... lot of people's legs and arms in this show. Like yeah. a lot. Like a lot. Like How... yeah, like I have a, 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 a I don't like hearing bones be snapped, and he continually just likes to snap everybody's legs, and I don't like it. Yeah, he's rude. Would you be into a season of Reacher where he had to deal with the problem of now he's small? <laughs> like he's like a bit cursed. Tom Cruise movies. <laughs> Wait, where he's a little guy in a big world? <laughs> yeah. That's just a Tom Cruise movie. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, there literally was a Reacher where he was small. There's two Reacher movies. You're right. So right. And that was like the biggest criticism of those movies. Like everybody's like, he's supposed to be like a buff he's boy. He's not big enough. And then they <laughs> yeah, found yeah. the largest man ever. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, how about this? You know what? <laughs> Sold. Incredible. So you haven't been uh, watching anything, but what you've been, what, what you've been playing? Using the <laughs> yeah, I've been playing a lot. So I played The Last Faith. Um, so one of my one of my objectives for 2024 is to try to break into the 2D Metroidvania realm a bit more because it's one of those genres I play. I start a lot of them and I never finish them because I get really annoyed by the maps and getting so confused. Um, so I finally just said, fuck it. I'll be a bad gamer boy and use the like use the guide to basically just lead me in the right direction. So I at least know where I needed to go, but then, you know, play the game without the guard for the rest of there, including. No shame using, in that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like it's if I I think if I play more Metroidvanias, I'll, I'll get used to those types of maps. But as you guys, you guys know, I hate a lot of backtracking in games. Um, unless, unless the game does it really well where I don't notice it, um, which I don't feel like most Metroidvanias do. But also Last Faith does not have a great map. Uh, it doesn't really tell you where to go. One one game I'm actually playing right now, um, I, it's not playing indefinitely, but I've started it. It's another Metroidvania. It's uh, the last case of Benedict Fox, and it actually has some different modes. Like one, it has like different difficulty modes, basically. And one of them is a I don't like to be told where to go at all. I like to be told where to go a little bit, and I like to I don't like feeling lost ever. Uh. And it gives you like directions, kind of like which way you need to go after you do. A certain direction if you get lost more metroidvanias need that please uh that's interesting yeah, yeah. but oh, for the last faith um the last faith is basically 2d bloodborne uh i had a pretty damn good time with it i up until like the last five bosses which i had to grind a lot for to beat because they are really fucking tough uh and twitter i think twitter followed followed my descent into madness trying to beat alfred the boss that guy's an asshole. He's a real asshole. Um, but Is there like a be- hyphen in between Al and Fred? No, no, it's Alfred. Like <laughs> Alfred, the I'm just calling him Alfred the dickhead. Yeah, that boss <laughs> with the big long white hair looks exactly like a Bloodborne boss. Um, but yeah, I, I would recommend it. it. It's actually really fun. The combat is really solid. Um, I think some people are harsh on it when it came out, and it, I think it got some patches and fixed a lot of the issues. So. Um, even though I was very frustrated by the end with it, I would still recommend it. Uh, the other game I've been playing a lot of is uh, Temtem, weirdly enough. Uh, where I have continually tried to get into like the pixel 
the other non Pokemon pixel kind of monster catching games, so like Coromon or uh, Moonstone Island or whatever, but they all seem to have like they're just too slow, like Pokemon. Like uh, Moonstone Island has like all the crafting mechanics, and I don't like that, even though I really like like the art style of that game. Coromon is probably the closest to Pokemon, but I just don't really care for the monster designs. Uh, I tried a different, another one. Uh, oh, I was playing Cassette Beast, but I just really don't like the art style of that game at all. Mm. <laughs> there was uh, something that it is crazy because I played uh, Pokemon Leaf Green over the mm-hmm. break, uh, which is just a remake of it was a Game Boy Advance remake of the original Pokemon, so the the Kanto one one fifty. Um, and there is something, and again, I don't know if this is just nostalgia. Maybe it's nostalgia, but there's something about those monster designs that's just so much better and more iconic than any of these knockoffs. Not knockoffs even, but like everyone comes for the crown and no one can get it because just Pokemon look better. Like the yeah, Pokemon designs really, are just It really better. is just that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's got to be wild. nostalgia though, right? <laughs> I, don't I don't think so. Like, I think they're Nick creatures. and I are like slightly diff- different generation and we both feel the same way. So yeah. Like, uh well and that's I mean, why that's why i finally got sucked into temtem is because like the more i played it the more those designs have kind of just hit the right note for me where like i'm actually interested in catching those creatures and mm-hmm. adding them to my collection where the other pokemon light game like I, I know a lot of people love cassette beasts i just the designs of the monsters in that game i hate them <laughs> <laughs> amy's amy's a chat somewhere screaming at me uh, no but, she's had a conniption fit after the poe thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she, just, she just left she just left the slack and was like I, i'm done here but uh yeah so i i had tried temtem a few times and didn't really drive with it and then i finally just sat down like really stuck with it this time and it definitely like has it's so even the music is pokemon i know casey you reviewed it it's like it's yeah. literally pokemon and everything but name yeah uh, so but i don't know it's hit that it's hit that nice it's got a nice pace to it it's got the it's got the good backtracking that Pokemon has, where you get the new abilities and enter new locations and secrets to find and all that kind of thing. So, I don't know. I've had a, I've had a pretty good time with it. It's been kind of a good turn your brain off and just RPG it up. Yeah, like, I can. I can yeah, if if you like that loop of of, of a creature collector, like Temtem does that. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just I'm not a fan. Like uh, one of our earlier well late last year hidden gems was a game called monster sanctuary which is a creature collector that kind of moonlights as a 2d platformer slash metroidvania like very light in terms of platforming and metroidvania but some of the creatures you collect get abilities outside of uh like the fighting and like like that's really cool yeah Yeah. like that like i like that's the first of one of these that i thought was actually like a really cool concept um, I didn't get super deep into it, but like if if like the puzzle stuff, the platforming stuff um, gets deeper, then I'll, I think I'm gonna be a big fan because like even even the turn based fighting has like a cool kind of meta game where you're like linking certain kinds of attacks and trying to rack up combos or whatever that kept it interesting for me. So like if if you're looking for something like that, I would I would suggest Monster Sanctuary. Yeah, I think I think the creature collector game I'm looking forward to the most though is the Pal World one. <laughs> yeah actually yeah <laughs> just get to blow them up <laughs> that one looks like a trip honestly it's supposedly going out soon but i that's uh, that's a lie until, like, until it's coming out in january i'm like nintendo january. says nah <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, uh yeah and then uh yeah 
Yeah, everybody's gonna yell at me, but I'm gonna stream it tomorrow, so who cares? Uh, I'm gonna be. I've been playing a lot of Modern Warfare Three. I held off for a really long time because you know, a, a funeral uh, candlelight vigil for Bobby Kotick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but I held off on that a really long time because I just I didn't really get with the beta very much and like over I don't know over break I spent a lot of time playing a lot of different multiplayer games. Um, so I played a lot of Hell Let Loose. So I still really enjoy that game. Uh, I played quite a bit of Squad actually. Uh, and then uh, Postscriptum, which is like World War II squad. Well, now it literally is World War II squad. They rebranded it to Squad 44. Um, and I, I, actually, I had a good time with all those games. I think I was trying to figure out like over the break, like what is my taste in multiplayer FPS games these days? Because like Call of Duty is too fast for me for the most case. Uh, I like Halo Infinite. I just don't love playing it. And I've like, really love like the team the teamwork and the camaraderie of like hell at loose where like people get into the role play i don't really do much of the role play but like i like the strategy of hell at loose like having somebody as a commander tell me go here do this objective and i don't know it just feels like i'm playing something at a much larger scale than just get number up on chart right uh and so uh played a lot of those and then i was like you know what Let's give Call of Duty a shot. That <laughs> kind of got hooked on it. Turns out Monarch Fear 3's multiplayer actually is quite good. Uh, yeah, the kids love it. Yeah, I've been having a good, having a pretty good time with it. I've been only playing hardcore mode though, because once you get used to like squad and siege and everything, where it's like one shot, one kill for everything. Is that, where they, is that where they're not wearing pants? You have yeah. to wear without pants. Yeah. Slapping against your leg like Blue Eye Samurai. That's um the the sound there's propagation. Big, there's, a, there's a ton of there's a ton of dick in Blue Eye Samurai. Right? Yeah, surprisingly, we, we have talked about that. Peen, yes, good heavens. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, when you're playing in hardcore mode in Call of Duty, that's how you know when somebody's coming out behind you to kill you because you just hear a slapping. Yeah, <laughs> Blue Eye Samurai is great. Can we talk about that? Yeah, go ahead. I just started watching. I'm only four episodes in. I think it's delightful. It's it is very delightful. I think it's delightful. I think it's great. Uh, uh, I was gonna say more people should be talking about it, but I feel like everyone's already watched it and, and talked about it a bunch. You know, we haven't talked about how good animation was at the end of last year. Yes, like, I come on, I've been ooh, beating this drum all ooh. year. Still haven't yeah. watched. I still haven't watched Spider Verse. I'm sorry, dude. And Jesus, first off, that was not on the list. What Shut up, you haven't watched Avatar. Netflix. Yeah, but no one cares Avatar's about it. Not <laughs> animated. <laughs> It's, Avatar is absolutely animated. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, what do you no, mean? There's real, there's real people in that. CG animated is not the same as. Oh yeah, those dragons are animated. animated. You guys dragons. know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm not gonna, no. I'm not gonna sit here and be gaslit like this. <laughs> You're mad because you don't like Jake Sully. <laughs> yeah. Does Does anyone like Jake Sully? Is that a a thing? How many tattoos of Jake fans? Sully do you think exist? I was gonna say his kids like him, but his kids don't even like him in the movies, so I don't know. <laughs> Spoilers. You don't care. Domestic <laughs> domestic disputes. Uh, but yeah, animation at the end of last year, we had uh, the Scott Pilgrim anime. Mm-hmm. We had, uh, which was f- fantastic. That is like, yes. everyone watch it. Even Love if it. you think it's going to be a, a straight up Scott Pilgrim ad- adaptation, get to the end of the first episode and realize that it's more than that. Uh, uh, Blue Eye Samurai, incredible. Like just a little, leans a little too hard into the we were inspired by Kill Bill. Like the Kill Bill needle drop t- is the only thing that took me out in the first four episodes because that's sure. already a thing that wears its influences on its sleeves. Uh, but I've been loving the first four episodes. Uh, Pluto, which is that sort of uh, a more mature uh, take on Astro Boy, incredible. 
just what a what an amazing little mystery. I didn't didn't land the plane for me, but it didn't matter. Seven and a half yeah, episodes. I, I, I agree. Loved. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and then uh uh Casey, did you watch Scavengers Rain? I've started. I'm on episode four. That's a good ass show. Like Nick, yeah. you'd be into that. Like if if you're you were a fan of uh uh Prometheus. Raised by Wolves, right? Oh, Raised by Wolves, yeah. It's it's a yeah. lot of that sort of energy. Yeah, yeah. I mean the principled man in me says they canceled Raised by Wolves, so <laughs> these are different mm. people. <laughs> yeah, this, this won't hurt those people. They didn't, <laughs> they're not taking the food out of their mouths. <laughs> they did. Um yeah, Scavenger's Reign is like it feels like a fully fleshed out biome of a setting. Like it's this strange planet and you're 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 it feels like you're learning about the planet. You're learning about the flora and the fauna in a way to where I'm like this is like triggering something in my head that that good game settings do. Mm. And it's rare that I get that triggered in uh, a non game setting. So, mm. um, yeah, anyone who is remotely interested in like sci fi exploration games should watch Scavenger's Reign because it is like world building at its finest. Like well, literal building eventually. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The only, the only, the only show I'm like, extremely excited to watch right now is that upcoming Shogun show from FX. Yeah, that looks good. I'm so excited hell. for that. Yes. I hope it's good. FX has been on a pretty good run the last couple of years, so. Yes. Let's hope. Uh, I also, I watched the first two episodes of Pokemon Concierge on Netflix. How was only four episodes. Delightful. You know why? Because my favorite thing about Pokemon is when they're not fighting. And this isn't some, <laughs> like, fucking beatnik Pokemon's gone woke garbage. I just don't think the battles are that interesting because I think it's like a real... <laughs> <laughs> I, think it's, I just think Pokemon battles are basic as shit. It is I, I pick out what my team is an hour into the game. They got four moves. I never give them any moves unless what does big damage. And then I just roll through the game. So the fighting is boring to me. I like Pokemon when I'm taking pictures with them. And I like Pokemon when I'm hanging out with them. And Concierge is just hanging out with them. It's a girl who's like, and she's she's voiced by the female, the species from uh, the boys, which is funny because no one knows what her voice sounds like because she doesn't speak in the boys. Oh um, yeah, uh, but uh, uh, just delightful, delightful. She has the worst as a girl who has the worst year ever, and then she she leaves and is like, I'm going to become an employee at a Pokemon resort, and it is delightful. The animation is by this French studio, and everything looks like it looks like robot chicken, but good. Like it looks like uh, dolls, like. Less right, like right. Coraline stop animation, but the things like the, the, the humans literally look like they're dolls, um, but really good. Yeah, I've just been really, really, uh, really enjoying it. Does it turn into Paul World <laughs> in the second half of the season? It's <laughs> only four episodes and I watched two of them. So as of right now, no. Uh, it could, though. She befriends a Psyduck. And if you guys know about Psyduck, El Shashar, not stop motion because they like li- a trip. literally looks like a uh, it, to me, it literally looks like a uh, Barbie doll. So it's less like Coraline Nightmare Before Christmas stop animation, but it literally looks like a doll you would like buy at a store. So um, it, I don't think it's, I don't know if it's stop animation, but it looks, uh, yeah, maybe I'm just having like a, a hard way to describe it, but it, it looks different to me than the other ones. Yeah, I, I've, you remind I, me of I like can a, hear a lot of good things about Pokemon Concierge. Yeah. Nice you remind, you remind me of like the art style of like um, uh, some of those older Christmas movies. Yeah, like Rudolph. Yeah, like, Rudolph. yeah, yeah. Santa like Claus comes down. Clean yeah. stop motion. Yeah, but probably less less like jerky than back in the day, right? What do you mean yeah, that was, abominable snowman ain't jerky at all? He's yeah. real jerky. <laughs> yeah, boy, want to become a dentist? 
Did you know? So I re I rewatched that again this year. Um, that the Island of Misfit Toys, yeah, the Island of Misfit Toys is all about these toys who it's like broken toys have to go to the Island of Misfit Toys. It's like, sure, I'm a water gun that shoots jelly, or I'm a jack in the box, and my spring doesn't work. There's a doll who's there, and you know why the doll is in the Island of Misfit Toys? Because she's sad. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine like a penal colony we send sad people to? Because Second Wind wouldn't exist or we'd all be hanging out at the penal colony. (laughs) It would exist just at that location. You have an office. (laughs) Be nice. Uh, Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Jeez. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Casey, you play watch anything else? Um, I... I only played one game, but it was a big one. I finished Alan Wake 2 literal like wow. hours before this podcast. That was my goal of Christmas break. Didn't even touch it. <laughs> Didn't touch it at all. I, I, finished Alan, I finished Alan Wake 2. Oh, Alan Wake boys. Okay, because... Um, I don't know if I did it over break, though. I don't know. Fuck. That was a good-ass video game, y'all. Like, I, like I'm... Like it, it looks like how Resident Evil, like the remakes look when I see other people play them. So like I, it very much is making me think maybe I could get into Resident Evil 2 remake and 4 remake or whatever. Finally, because like I've just bounced off of those for so long. But honestly, Alan Wake 2 is a good ass video game because of its story. And like that's that runs so counter to how like I've enjoyed most of my favorite video games. Like story is always additive to the fact that there's really uh, solid gameplay elements and and loops to explore outside of like the story could have been bad. And I'd be like, all right, this is a good game. Just had a, a sucky story. But Alan Wake 2 is a very mediocre gameplay experience. But because of its story, all of that is elevated. Like everything feels way more interesting and, and tense. And like, I'm like, it's hard to get into without spoiling anything like you have not played it but like the the storytelling in Alan Wake 2 is like this sort of celebration of like remedy as a studio that even if you weren't a fan of some of the stuff in their back catalog you kind of either can't appreciate it or want to go back and give it another shot like I kind of want to go play Quantum Break and finish it because like we Jesse and I messed around with it for a, a hit and gems it was like yeah, this story is kind of interesting, but like this gameplay is boring. I think I might suffer through the rest of that game mm. because of what Alan Wake 2 is like doing with like its meta narrative and shared universe kind of thing. Yeah, shared mm. universe stuff. Like people already knew that there was some sort of connection between stuff, but like I really loved how they tied it all into its weird, uh, like mystery themed, uh, you know, procedural TV show setting. Like every end of a chapter did feel like I was finishing up an episode in like the sort of way where I was like, oh, maybe just one more, even though I'm no, I know like just one more is like four more hours to me. I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. <laughs> but like uh, the game finishes and its ending sets you up like it has a, a kind of a satisfying ending, but it definitely sets you up for more. And uh, I, I don't know if they plan like a full on other game, but I think they just released uh, what they called the the final yeah, like a new uh, game the cut. Final, uh, the final draft, I think. Final draft, yeah. Uh, which, uh, like, I I started out of morbid curiosity, and I think it's just a new game plus with like some added stuff. I'm probably not going to play through that a whole second time. Like, yeah, to be they fair. Announced they're doing <laughs> DLCs, like actual DLCs, like proper DLC. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like how uh, Control had the DLCs. Sure, but like this, yeah, this is just new game plus. It seems, yes, with, correct. But like, I think it- a little bit of added 
I context. think they meta New Game Plus a little bit. Like, I think it's something like your New Game Plus is aware that it's a New Game Plus. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, because I yeah. started it and, like, already stuff was different at the beginning. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if I have enough time to find out how much stuff is different. Like, I, like, I would love this if after the first hour it ends. <laughs> Cause I would, I'd be like, that's awesome. As like a, just yeah. a little cherry on top of like what I just experienced. But if I have yeah. to go through the whole game again to get that, it's a little yeah. much, but I, yeah. I really, really liked Alan Wake too. Like, Even as someone I, who's like, not I'm crazy about survival horror, you were, uh, yeah. Were good. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, I'm like remedy. I got to give it up to them. Cause like control is what pulled me into all of their stuff. Really like that game appeal to me but its universe and its introduction of like that kind of um what do you call it csp spc scp yeah scp yeah. sorry yeah that scp type stuff um like like i'd not known that that was a thing before control that was my first experience with that sort of storytelling and i didn't know it was a thing i was into so like if that counts as horror like i didn't know that that was horror and that's probably part of the reason why i was just not a horror fan <laughs> yeah like, yeah horror is like so broad though so it's like you yeah. found your niche of horror that you're right really into. yeah like like forever ago like i learned that i was into like uh like lovecraftian type stuff mm -hmm. uh and so this is like a new door that control opened for me yeah um and then so going back and playing like the alan wick remastered forever goes like oh this is more of that stuff like i can do this like i like this so and Alan Wake 2 is just it's a really good version of all of that jazz. Like if you like control, there's a lot of control-esque storytelling in Alan Wake 2 because it is a shared universe. Um, and to move on from that, I finished Loki season two. Uh, which I was playing Alan Wake at the same time, and the similarities are kind of crazy. Like no one, I, don't, I feel like no one has mentioned that before, but it's the same thing. It's like weird sci-fi or supernatural concept tied to bureaucracy. Yeah. And like while playing, like while watching that and playing other things, like I was, I was really drawn into that dynamic. And like, if that's a genre by itself, I think I might need to find more stuff like that. So chat, yeah. send me recommendations. Can you can watch X Files. No, I love X Files. Yeah, or I love Twin Peaks. Yeah. Uh, Twin Peaks. I've not watched. But I might. I might. Severance has a little bit of the like Severance, sure. the oldest yeah, Severance house, is like that. and the um, Time TVA or whatever the hell the place is called. <laughs> yeah, TVA, all, like yeah. seem of a, a cut from the same cloth uh loki season two Real it was good. so good it was so Real good, good. Holy it was smokes. really good like i i was shocked like because i knew it was better than like a lot of the other phase four stuff that was coming out but like that that went some places like that didn't need to be called loki at all yeah <laughs> yeah so does that season have a big cgi monster fest at the end okay good no no interested. no it is uh Again, it is that thing like Andor to where right before Andor came out, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm just done with Star Wars. And I watch Andor and I'm like, no, I'm not. I just want this. And then I get before Loki. I was like, you know what? Maybe my time at the MCU has passed. <laughs> and I watch Loki and I'm like, no, I just want to feel like this again. This is how it makes me feel. And this is how I want to feel. It's so good. Tom Hiddleston. It's really so good. good. That whole supporting cast. Great. Top to bottom. Yeah, I agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Um, uh, outside of that um i i started dipping back into a bunch of like old marvel stuff that i missed probably because loki got me so hyped so like i watched love and thunder which isn't that bad like it's 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 a good time uh no big issues with it um first, first half is good second half is poop i like that black and white scene on that moon yeah 
That's after that's, the, that's that's like right at the middle point. That big Omar, fight with the kids was freaking dope to me. At the end, <laughs> yes, really? that child battle royale that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> oh crap! What else was I watching? Uh, the Doctor Who Christmas special. So we we got to see uh, Kuti Gatwa's take. Uh, like he's going his own solo adventure. No, um, David Tennant or whatever. Uh, it's kind of the introduction of his like new sidekick, uh, a lady named Ruby Sunday, which I think is just a dope TV name. <laughs> name. Um, but I will say, I think the episode was a little weak. And that's mm. sad because it's like his first solo thing. Like, I really like the character, like his sidekick, Ruby Sunday. And I like Kutigato. And we've seen him um, in the David Tennant special kind of be himself. Like he, he uh, is like super quirky. He'll like uh he'll like musingly go into his like african accent which is something he does in other shows like he does in sex education all the time which is just his personality shining through in the character but for whatever reason he kind of doesn't do that in this episode like he doesn't seem to have an opportunity to because he's dealing with a threat that's kind of childish in a way like he, they're dealing with like time traveling goblins and like just saying that is like okay that's a little too goofy for my sensibility like, I don't want to hear nothing about an orc or a goblin in my, <laughs> in anything I'm watching, really. Like, that's, like, it just, it pulls me out immediately. Um, But I, I'm, I'm sure, like, younger fans would be, like, into it. Or folks who don't have that aversion to, like, weird, uh, like, Goblins. monster. Yeah, like, yeah. Folks who are, like, maybe they like it uh, a little more than I did. Uh, but either way, I, I really like the pairing of those two actors. Um, and like their character dynamic. So I'm just, I want to see like the regular show and I think it doesn't launch till spring. So like, it's going to be a while, I guess, till we see, uh, see me get another crack at it. But it's a good, uh, it's a good sign that you like their chemistry and that you like their pairing. Cause obviously that's what yeah. so much going to be about. The yeah. It's going to revolve around those two and then just got to put them in better situations. And I think it'll be fine. Get rid of the goblins. Uh, <laughs> goblins out of my who just, just <laughs> thought of another show recommendation for KC, uh, out of hmm. range on Amazon prime. Rangers outer really range cool. outer yeah. range yeah you think you would really like that yeah oh you right, right outer range you know what outer range was that was the start of my fascination with voids <laughs> <laughs> that was the first that was the first that was my yeah, there, void. Uh, there is a big void in that and, and void. i'm sure marty just it's just a huge void and i was like what's going on with this void <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's great um i guess oh, that's, uh that's pretty much it for me Cool. Uh, my last thing is that my 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 weird journey through Final Fantasy VII uh, has been continuing. I finished Final Fantasy VII OG proper. I finished Crisis Core. I watched Advent Children, and now I'm uh, wrapping up Dirge of Cerberus. That's the bad and, one. Uh, yeah, it's the worst of everything I've just. <laughs> it's the worst. Uh, it is the third person shooter. It came out right at the end of the PS2's uh, life. Um, Wasn't there a fighting game in the in that uh, realm in that during no, that time period? Right after Final Fantasy VII released on PS1, Square made a game called Air Guys, and it had um, Cloud, Tifa, and Sephiroth as like guest characters, but uh, it wasn't like a Final Fantasy VII fighting game. Okay, gotcha. Um, but it's like I kind of before Rebirth comes out, I kind of I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around like what what my thoughts on this thing are because so Final Fantasy came out and changed the world, 
And then 10 years later, they were like, we're going to do this victory lap where we do the compilation of Final Fantasy VII. And it was them being like, uh, it's kind of like ego driven. Like, this is, this is, we could do whatever we want. We can make a movie. We can make a portable game. We can make cell phone games. We can make a shooter. (laughs) It's honestly, it was like pre MCU. So it was like, it was them being like, we can do no wrong. We're at the top of the world. And none of them really clicked. And then. They were like, well, we're going to do this forward facing with Final Fantasy 13 and Fabula Nova Crystallis. And none of that clicked. And it feels like, despite all of Square's stumbles in the 15 years since then, Final Fantasy as a series has been like humbled. 14 has been huge, but like 12, the 13 games, 15, like even 16 this year, like mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like it is at the place it used to be. And so this remake project that is currently going on with remake and then with rebirth, it feels um, like it's it's so many of the same creators looking back on what they did 25 years ago. And it feels like reflective in a way that we're getting these movies of these Look, we were talking about with Miyazaki earlier, Hayao Miyazaki, but we're getting movies by folks like him and Scorsese with uh, both the Irishman and killers of the flower moon and Michael Mann with Ferrari and, and uh, Ridley Scott with Napoleon, these movies where it's like, you can tell that these are artists coming to terms with their mortality. And Mm. so their art is becoming reflective based on the things they've made before. And Kojima has kind of been like that recently too. Um, and, uh, it's knowing the ultimate failure of the compilation of games that came out in the mid two thousands is making me appreciate what they are doing with the modern remakes all the more. Um, so yeah, I don't know if I'm ever going to put that into a video form because I don't know what that means, but I, I, I don't know. It's, it's interesting to me and, and I really hope rebirth sticks the landing while simultaneously getting weirder with what a remake can be, because that's right. one of the things I love most about remake was it's not just a remake. Like when we talk about Scott Pilgrim, it's not yeah, it's just a remake. Yeah. Like it is both reflective and transformative. Of, yeah. Of, yeah. Yeah. Boy, which is cool. It's like star Wars could have learned something about that. <laughs> I mean, Brian Johnson tried. <laughs> Brian Johnson tried. Yeah. Yeah. When he said their parents were just junks traders and sold her off <laughs> yeah. hooch money. <laughs> yeah, they have hooch in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, there's hella yeah, hooch in the Star Wars universe. on tap. Yeah, that's. It. I mean, as yeah. as as much as you like love and people are loving the these Final Fantasy rebirths, <laughs> plural. Yeah. Um, would aren't you curious if like that same team with that ability to reflect had just made something new like just if they were like all right we're getting the band back together you make the final fantasy 18 i, I say 18 because yeah. you know how far the future is gonna yeah be. yeah i yeah yeah i guess that's a problem like if final fantasy 7 re, remake and rebirth are so so good Final Fantasy 16 is kind of middling. Like, where do you take Final Fantasy next to hit mm-hmm. that high? They're going to run into the same the same thing they did with Final Fantasy 7. Yeah. Like, can we hit it's, the same Yeah, high it just feels like it can never... Now? I don't think anything will ever be Final Fantasy 7 again. And I yeah. think mm-hmm. they're kind of aware of it, and that's the reason this can exist. Um, 
but I guess, yeah, we'll see in whatever, two months when Rebirth comes out if uh, this is lent credence or if it's like, ooh, that wasn't a very good sequel. And I hope <laughs> it's the former because I'm devoting a lot of time to replaying these games. Like, like 10 seemed like a big deal for them, right? Like that doesn't seem to get started. 10 was, yeah, yeah. Much. 10 was actually uh, post 7, 10 was the biggest probably that, uh, and 14, uh, but a lot of people myself included, like oftentimes don't think about it because it's an MMO, but mm. those are the biggest critical and commercial successes that also felt like they actually changed things. Um, so it'd be interesting to see if they go back to Ever 10, if that feels like a well they want to go back to, because there's obviously been Final Fantasy 10 too, but there's been scuttlebutts of, of them doing a similar treatment of 10 with remake form. I don't know. Who knows? Mm. There's no way of knowing. Doctors don't even know. <laughs> uh... Do you guys have anything else? You want to wrap things up? Uh, yeah, I think that is it. Oh my yeah. god, we did it before we leave. A couple last minute donos. Uh, Shinzu, thank you so much for the five pounds. Fuck, Mary, kill, Buka, Sigmar, and Nick. Put them in a side quest already. <laughs> well, we can't kill Nick. <laughs> I we need just, Nick. <laughs> we need Nick. We can't kill Sig. We can't kill Sigmar either because Sigmar will return in season four. Spoilers, I guess. I'm, ass- I'm gonna be honest. I'm assuming you don't die in season three. Uh, yeah, I can't say one. People way or the could. Other. People could have assumed uh, no one was gonna die at the end of side quest, uh, and that didn't work out. So, <laughs> so, so there you go. Character in side quest will be Sir D's of nuts. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna let Jack know we're not gonna. <laughs> not gonna don't let Nick play. Don't let play Nick Adventure. <laughs> What's your weapon? A soundboard. God damn it. Uh, and then oh, my, uh, my weapon would be a big sack. There <laughs> you go. Uh, Nick the OG with the two dollar dono. Thank you so much uh, for still hyping Scavengers Rain nearly three months later. It's really good. I just want more people to. I just yeah, I'm, I'm just really enjoying it. something up. I just want more people. I take that hype money. And then Nick with another $2, Wokemon. Yes. That's what happens when Pokemon went woke. It became became Wokemon. It's going to be an ad on our Twitter feed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And Gelden. Month in the tip jar. Thank you so much, Gelden. There's never been a bad Final Fantasy. If there are only Final Fantasies that are ahead of their time, and sometimes those times probably exist in alternate realities than ours. <laughs> Think about that. In an alternate reality, everyone loves the junction system from Wait, Final never Fantasy. Never a bad Final Fantasy, but everybody keeps telling me not to touch Final Fantasy 13 trilogy. That's because because uh, it's bad. Uh, it's not bad. It's weird. What's the opposite of it good? is. <laughs> It is weird because it's three games that are just ostensibly different, uh, different genres, different tones. Everything is different about them. It's like the second one is like a time traveling monster hunter game, like monster collecting game, like a little Pokemon game. Your third party mm. member is just a little monster. And then uh, Lightning Returns bad. is just uh, Majora's Mask, but bad. <laughs> oh, so it is bad. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, it's bad. I think all of them might be bad. <laughs> all of them might be bad. But you know what? If they don't release them on Switch, we're never going to know. Square, put them on Switch. Switch 2, launch games. Final Fantasy 13 trilogy. Who says no? <laughs> probably couldn't run it, if I'm going to be honest. Switch probably can't run the Final Fantasy 13 games. Wow. Probably, that's probably why they're we're not. Come on, Crisis. Uh, from the cloud? Cloud Crisis. No, it's, it's Crisis Cloud. Port. That was Final Fantasy. You can run Witcher from the native, native port, too. How come Kingdom Hearts is still only cloud version? What's going on? What are we doing? That's a choice. Okay, yeah, I, I need. Like, all right, so I need, I need. I need to know something. So, yeah. 
Kingdom Hearts, I, if I've been looking to play it, Kingdom Hearts, what the fuck is 1.5 and 2.5 and all these just different... By, num- just by those versions. Those are ultimately just the special editions of 1 and 2. So confusing. It is. It is. That's like, you would hate Kingdom Hearts. That's why I want, that's why I want to try it. <laughs> Confirm that I will hate it. That's kind, wanna, like, that's kind of why I want to play Stray. That's yeah. why I get it. <laughs> what if you loved Stray? You just went through tears. You're like, I get it now. I'm secretly you, afraid of that. You, you guys <laughs> said I wouldn't like Persona 5. Or I said I no, like you said that. Yeah. Yeah, I said that. You said you wouldn't like Persona 5. I'm gaslighting you into thinking you said it. Oh, I said that. That's I, I still think I won't like it. Like you guys were making me think I might like it, but after seeing Nick play it, I'm like I'm more sure that I wouldn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> My like, choice okay, to not it's play. It's actually it. a creature collector, Casey. Yeah, that uh, doesn't sell me. <laughs> you okay. just wait. Me and you, metaphor refantasio boys. <laughs> we're gonna refantas all over the place later. TG, this year. TG Persona 5 stream this weekend. No. Uh but on the 14th, yes. Coming soon. My, my, day of, my day of suffering is coming soon. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Goth Doctor is coming back. Uh, guys, we did it. We got to the end of the episode. It was only two hours and two and a half minutes. hours. We need to get these shorter. <laughs> we need to we need to put another stream after this so that yeah. we have. We, we missed like two weeks. Like there was a lot of backed up. Yeah, there, were, there was. <laughs> there was a lot of, there's a lot of, a lot of soundboarding stuff to go through at the start. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, that yeah, cost us a full 30 minutes. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and Alex Ricks with a $2 dono. Thank you so much. Persona 5 stream when? You know, if you just waited patiently, you wouldn't have to pay for Nick, it. No, don't let him wait. Then they pay for it. <laughs> I mean, I can't say it. I told people to stop supporting us on Patreon. So can't, <laughs> can't throw uh, stones in this glass house. Um, Nick, what do you have uh, going on? What should, what should folks check out? So I will be on uh, tomorrow from 3 to 5 p.m. Central playing on the live channel, just playing some Call of Duty, just to shoot the shit is what we're calling that stream series unofficially. Uh, And then next Tuesday is when I will restart my editor's hour series, backlog series, whatever the hell we call it from 3 to 5 p.m. Central. Uh, It's going to be me playing my backlog. So I, I set a challenge for myself. Last year to complete 30 games, I beat it. So you guys can't choose a awful game for me to play. Doing the same thing this year, 30 games again. Uh, and I, I've been sharing my list of backlog games I want to play in the Discord. Uh, I'm not going to do full playthroughs of all of them because I don't want to commit to that. Uh, but basically every Tuesday, I'll just be loading up whatever game I'm playing in my backlog and playing through it on stream for two hours to make my way through it. And by the end of that stream, I might decide I hate it and I never want to touch it again, or I might love it and continue playing it. And so. it's no guns allowed in the games, right? Uh, no, not true at all. Oh, well, if Thursday's for guns, Tuesday should be for not guns. Uh, well, let me look. Uh, there's one game, two games, three games, four games, five, six. You can find enough games six, guns. There's so many games without guns. Seven. Does Sunset Overdrive count as guns? Yes, that yes. has several guns in it. It's got so many guns in it. I figured, I figured, I, 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 I figured I'd get you on it just because you want me play to play it on. Shoot the shit. I no. <laughs> also, uh, if you did 30 last year, why don't you bump up those numbers? Yeah, you got to get those numbers. Up. Uh, you, that's a, Yeah, you got to get your strength. 40. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I beat 105 games last year. What? Yeah. Nah. I believe yeah, it. Marty, I, Marty just be playing games, y'all. That's like, true. You don't understand. I have like, photographic Marty's, evidence of them. <laughs> like, Marty's going to, like, leave this podcast and then just How many new stream games a bunch of... 
how many new games did I beat? I don't think that matters. You still beat them. <laughs> I got, I got my, I got my list. How many games did last year? Um, I, I don't start yeah, keeping lists like you guys. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 30, 35, 20, 23 games. Okay. Um, the one at the bottom of the list was Skull, uh, Skull Island Rise of Conk. <laughs> <laughs> I need to stop okay. going out and drinking and play more games. <laughs> you do both. Just take your switch to the bar. Play drunk uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Exactly. I used, I, used to, I used to come home during college and play drunk Rainbow Six Siege, and I was really good at it. <laughs> Don't know how. Well, maybe you thought you were because you were drunk. Yeah. My KD was still positive by the time <laughs> I was done. Your internet wasn't even connected. KC, what do you have coming? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Your brain stopped there for a second. Uh, I should be editing some stuff. For uh, can I, I can I can say this right? Like some adventures night adjacent thing. Oh yeah, coming. yeah, we're, yeah. We we publicly said we're working on the remasters of season one and two. We're joining uh, the remaster game. Some game. other some other side things. Some, <laughs> yeah, this content. this is this is even oh more yeah, yeah side than that. stuff from season three. Uh, so look forward to that uh, at some point in the future. Um, uh, in February, look for another. I'll probably have a different one before then, but look for a very special one in February because uh, yes, I'm going to be doing the Wanted Dead bite sized, um, and uh, I'm going to make Day. it as I'm going to make it as stupid as I possibly can. I promise. Happy <laughs> Valentine's Day. Your Wanted Dead bite size has to feel like it was made by the developers of Wanted Dead. <laughs> that's oh. that's a tall order. <laughs> have, have Darren help you with that. <laughs> have a full have a full karaoke. Uh, <laughs> But outside of uh, that, uh, like we mentioned earlier, Marty and I will be uh, returning to Devil May Cry 2 on Thursday, uh, well, tomorrow. Um, Jesse, Jess, and I will be bringing back uh, some version of Hidden Gems. Uh, we'll name it eventually, guys. Don't worry. Um, but uh, that's going to be a recurring thing on Monday in the, in the same time slot as uh, before. So look forward to that. Um, and generally, I'll just be around. I'm one of those guys. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, and then uh, I think we can also say uh, Amy and Frost will be back uh, with their Sunday streams uh, because of Australian time. It's 1 p.m. Central now. Mm -hmm. That might shift based on daily savings time. Uh, they won't be doing Sekiro full game playthroughs, anything like that. They're just going to be playing a combination newly released and stuff that, that strikes their fancy. Uh, we haven't officially locked down the game uh, this week, but uh, tune in for that Sunday. Uh, it's a nice Sunday chill stream. Hell yeah. Uh, somebody asked earlier about Yahtzee's Dev Diary. Uh we are bringing uh, Yasi dev streams to Second Wind uh, for Star Trek Vagabond. So he'll be doing basically some live QA with J-Mate, uh, and I'll probably be on those streams occasionally as well as one of his producers, or, well, as his producer on the game. Uh, so those streams are not scheduled yet, but will be happening within the next week or two. They are not going to happen in the next week or two, are they? Yeah. I thought we said that was way down the road. Well, this no, no, we're we've got we're releasing the game in the spring. Okay, <laughs> we'll talk about this off stream. Uh, so <laughs> for Nick, uh, for Casey, and uh, for Eric on the Wheels of Steel, thank you guys so much uh, for tuning in to Firelink episode number four. Uh, thank you to everyone who supports us live uh, via Super Chess. Everyone who supports us on Patreon. Everyone who listens on uh, uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Five stars, like. What I don't know what you do on Apple Podcasts. Tell Tim Cook that we did Review. a good job. 
There's full on written reviews. Yeah. There you go. Give us a give us a review and we'll read your written reviews. Uh, but thank you guys so much, uh, and we'll see you all uh, tomorrow, 3 p.m. Central, for Nick shoots the shit. Don't forget, Bye, everyone. Uh, Patreon has annual memberships now. You can go subscribe and get 10% discount on any of our tiers. Discounts. A lot of you signed up today, so thank you. He counts. Bye. 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 Bye.